tweeted, Bernie would have qualified. <laughs> Probably would have. Probably. All right, Jason. We're recording. Okay. I'm checking the music situation. Oh, good. <clears throat> I, I think you're... Is it recording right now? It's recording. Oh, okay. Hey, everybody. It's like we, it's like we, we never, never left. never skipped a beat. After a year and a half or two years or whatever. It's our, our last recording date was January 18th, 2016. Man. I don't know what we talked about. Kind of a lot's happened. Yeah. So then. Let's, uh, let's first welcome everybody to this reunion show. Yeah. We're getting the band back together. Well, two out of three. Trevor's probably refing indoor soccer or something. Oh, yeah. Making bad decisions. Of course. But... Welcome back. Matt. We'll see if this is a limited engagement or if... Uh, yeah, maybe we'll make it full-time or part-time. Go into the podcasting business for real and make our millions. Already got good background noise going. Oh, yeah, that's good. That, what do you... That was a chair, by the way. Yeah. I dropped a paper. It's important. It's about chocolate. Oh, that's important. Yeah. Uh-oh. Matt got a message. Maybe it's from someone in the RSL front office. No. It is a question, though. <laughs> Oh, we'll get to those later. Yeah, that's true. So, let's open things up. Okay. Uh, let's just talk about where we've been for the last umpteen years. You, you know, ni- 18 months. Like us personally or no. ourselves? Okay, I mean, you, yeah. no, did, did you have a baby last time we did a podcast? No. Wow. He was born like three months after. And he's gigantic. Exactly three months to the day, because he was born on the 18th. If you've never seen the size of this child, uh, follow Jason on Twitter. He's large. How is he still in the 101st percentile? Uh, for his height, like the 105th. Wow. His weight is like the 95th, but he's really tall. It's, yeah. really, it's really weird, because I'm not that tall, and my wife is a hobbit. So I understand <laughs> as a fellow hobbit. All right, let's talk about what have you been doing. Do you want to talk about anything in your life? No, I don't have anything to report, so... Chocolate? Yeah, I eat a lot of chocolate now. I ate a lot of chocolate before. Playing some board games? Yeah, I've got lots of board games around here. I I did get a new shelf. Oh, and if you open these drawers here, there's a bunch of chocolate in them. That's awesome. So now I have a little chocolate library. Awesome. Because I have nothing better to do with my life. There's worse things to do with your life. So now that we've touched on our very interesting lives... Let's talk about Real Salt Lake. Okay. Uh, let's play 20 questions. Oh. Uh, not the game, but okay. let's just... Do you remember who the coach of Real Salt Lake was in January 2016? It was Jeff Kassar. Jeffrey Kassar. But that was after his second season? So people yeah. weren't like, quite as down on him? Well, 2015 was the first year we missed the playoffs. Oh, that's true. That was uh people were pretty down on him. Never mind. Yeah, that was a hard year. Yeah. Uh, 2016 didn't fare much better. No. We did have good old Juan Manuel Martinez. Yeah, we did. Uh, Man, he left. We were so we never excited talked about, about burrito it. on the podcast. We did. We talked a lot about because he uh, he oh, arrived he came in September. In, yeah, yeah. So. He came for the half season before. That's right. And he was great. He was. And then he wasn't great. That's also true. Uh, we lost Javier Morales. Yep. These aren't questions. I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, who else did we lose? That's really it, right? Of the big names? Um, yes. Oh, Nat. 
Nat Borchers left? Yeah, because he played... Wait. He, he played in... That was Portland two years ago, so yeah. he was already gone. Yeah. Ned Gravavoy retired? Yeah. That's tragic. Andrea Pirlo, uh, Ned Gravavoy's successor, is uh, also retiring. retiring. Going into the wine business. Yeah, probably. Ned probably went in the wine coolers business. <laughs> Uh, what else has happened? It's it's uh, been crazy, right? Uh, Jeff Kassar was fired. Oh, Olave he retired. Right? Hamas and Olave retired, uh, and he's been a coach for Real Monarchs. Holmes Garcia, that's one. Of oh, the most. he he left. Playing in Colombia, yeah, doing good. well for himself. Uh, he he didn't fare well. Was it Vancouver he went to? San Jose. San Jose got cut. Yeah. He didn't even, I think I don't think he survived preseason. With yeah, him. I don't think so either. Too bad. Yeah, those things happen, I guess, but. He's playing with a pretty big club in Colombia, though. That's good. Yeah. Good for him. Uh, Devin Sandoval. I don't know if that's a big name, but we lost no. him, too. You know, lost. You know, actually, I'm going to go on a little tangent here, but I I think Devin Sandoval would play really well with this team. I right do, now. too. <laughs> I've, I've thought that more than once this year. I think he'd actually be, like, a step above Luis Silva. Yeah. Which, Luis Silva... Don't get me wrong, has done very well for himself. Oh, we we got Luis Silva back. Yeah. Uh, we brought in Albert Rusnak. Savarino. Jefferson, Jefferson right. Savarino. Yeah. Everyone seems to call him Jefferson, so I'm going to call him Jefferson. Marcelo Silva. Marcelo Silva. After a, very, a protracted... Uh, transfer saga. Tra- yeah, transfer saga. That's the word. Brooks uh, Lennon. Yeah, Brooks Lennon. He's been good and then not as great, but good. Yeah. I don't know. He's a weird one. Yeah, he's good. I think he's a good player. And and you know we've it, things actually look up. Yeah. Um, but we shouldn't go too much further without branching into oh, the Sonny? things that. Oh, Did so- we talk about Sonny? Or was he new? Yeah, no, actually? we talked about Sonny. Okay. Because uh, we talked about his hat. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh, so let's hat. let's talk about the playoff picture. Okay. Because that's. What's Money. everyone? Yeah, that's yeah. what. What's gonna get us all those clicks, right? Yeah, of course. We'll just put transfer or not. Oh, we should put transfers because we just talked transfer about transfers. Rumors. Oh, we should make some rumors up. Uh, but let's talk about what's happened tonight. So very briefly, um, Real Salt Lake had a bye this week because we actually respect the FIFA International Gate. Although respecting that has meant that uh, we play fewer games toward the end of the season. And that, I think, has not done great things for us. Yeah. Because we were actually a lot better at the end of the season. Yeah. Which is a, a nice change. Maybe that was maybe that was strategy coming into this, was Jeff Kassar saying, you know, I start every season well and then end them very badly. Turns out he ended it, he started it badly and then was fired, but... Yeah. No hard feelings, I guess. Did he find... Is he working anywhere else? I haven't seen anything. I haven't seen anything. working anywhere else. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, as far as I know, is not working in an official capacity at any professional club. But uh, I believe he'd still be being paid through the end of the season. Oh, so. okay. I'm sure he'll find a job. Maybe not yeah. a head coach job, but he was he, a good coach. Yeah, he should. He would do well back as a goalkeeping coach somewhere. Yeah. So, um, but tonight Houston beat Kansas City two one. Crap. Putting us in a very precarious situation in the playoff picture. Uh, every team now. Every team, bar none, which is amazing, has played 32 games. Okay. And we are currently in seventh place, which is one out of a playoff spot because more than half of the teams in the conference get into the playoffs. That makes Spectacular. Sense. 
and with 42 points, we're just one spot, one point behind FC Dallas, and now four points behind Houston Dynamo. We're how many points behind FC Dallas? One. Mm. And uh, do we need to talk about that? Probably. Right, I'm going to get really mad talking about yeah, it. Yeah, let's, so. let's wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we're behind Houston. We're behind Dallas. Uh, but we can reach every team in the conference except Vancouver. So if one of the teams in front of us loses both of their games, we'll get in. Nice. So there's yeah, a lot, and we win. A lot of ways. And we have to win both of our yeah, games. Yeah, there's a lot of ways for us to still get in. Uh, one we match, could win one game and still get in, right? Yeah. Nice. Uh, potentially. Potentially. There, there are a lot Let's of unknowns. Let's just win both. Yeah, we'll have to win both to to have a reasonable shot. I think. Uh, if we if we're we're looking at the standings right now, and it's going to be super interesting, right? Yeah. Because Houston and Kansas City, who played tonight, play again. Oh. On Saturday. Ooh. Sunday? Sunday. That's, that's weird. Uh, so, yeah, crazy, crazy stuff. I don't know why they did it that way. This one's in Houston or in Kansas City. So, uh, so it's more likely that Kansas City win this one. Yeah. I think they haven't lost at home in a really long time. So they'll probably blow it. I hope they do. If the, if Kansas City loses, they just have their one match against us remaining. And if we win that one... Oof. So, again, uh, we're awaiting all this with bated breath. That's going to be a very tense game. It will be. It's like a 2 o'clock in the afternoon kickoff, too. Oh. Uh, in late October? So you On know it's going to be like... I think it's a Sunday It is a Sunday. Too. It'll be like five degrees. and Great. I love it. Let's check the weather for tomorrow because now I'm curious. It is set to be have a high of 56. Saturday, uh, this says rain and snow, Jason. What? For Saturday. Now, here? Here. Ugh. So. But we don't play here Saturday. No. We play we, in Colorado. On or Saturday. Next? Yeah. I don't I'm even just, know what I'm just game decrying is. the weather. That's oh, all. Oh, gotcha. Um, so that's what the playoff picture is like. Um, I actually think we need to take a short break. Okay. We'll be back, dear listeners. Are they dear listeners now? Have they all transformed? Yes. Cool. Jason, we're back. I have started the recording. Okay, thanks for the heads up. You're welcome. Uh, what are we we're, talking about? Playoff picture. Okay. So things are not looking... Ideal. Ideal. But they're not looking bad either. They're not looking They're looking bad. better than they were two months ago. Yeah, two months ago it was an extremely uphill climb. Yeah. And I think we owe a lot of that credit to one man and one man alone. Dear Mobsisian? Oh, that's what I was going to say too. <laughs> Just kidding. It's... Mr. Michael Petkey. Yeah. Do you think his name's actually Michael? No one ever calls him that, right? His mother probably oh, does. Did Yura come? In the people we talked about, Yura wasn't in there. Oh, I don't know. Because he just came back last year. Yeah. Anyways. Oh, I, I think we talked about him in January. Oh, okay. We played the uh, Yura Mopsiskin song. Oh, that's right. Okay. So, so. that would have been the last show. Got you. Yeah. Anyways, he's been underwhelming. Oh that's man! Topic so for... let, let's talk. No, let's talk about that. I okay. think that's so. In your perspective, what happened? 
I don't know. It's really weird because you, he, his like style of play, how he played historically, you would think would fit the way that Pecky wants to play. So I don't know if yeah. it's just like a like attitude thing and they don't get along. It seems like that's a big part of it. I don't know if yeah. it's like controversial to say that at this point. I don't think so. It's pretty well out there. What was really telling to me is that down a goal against LA, we went to our bench and brought on young players, right? Yeah. We brought on Sebastian Saucedo, who has played very intermittently. Yeah. We brought on some other dudes who's... I don't remember. Yeah. Him, but, but we didn't go... David Horst. David Horst? Yeah. We didn't go straight to like a Euromov Sissian type player. Yeah. And that says so much about where he is with the team right now. Yeah. Not good. Especially in no. LA too, because that's like his like hometown. Yeah. And... Yeah. That's you know, like a weird thing. You think yours is going to be back next year? No. I don't either. Uh, I, I think he's under contract, but I think they're going to try to move him. I, I think they'd be crazy not to. They'll probably leave him unprotected in the expansion draft. And you think an, anyone would take him for an LAFC like Ooh, hometown that player? That would draw a pretty good crowd. But at with that with that yeah. contract, it's that's tough. It might be easier for them to like loan him out, like they were trying to, yeah, than to move him in the league. Yeah, I like, I like that the Galaxy were interested in him because that's what they needed was a DP that makes two million dollars. <laughs> at forward that's it. that's what would remedy With an all their problems problem, <laughs> yeah that would fix all their problems yeah. i always kind of thought he would end up in la anyways when he came back yeah even though he did the like this is our, where our family's from and uh, yeah which was like a nice thing to say and yeah. i think any player who was coming back would say that yeah. but he's from la and that's where his family like extended family is so yeah i kind of assumed he would end up there anyways i think that's fair uh it's it's a it's it's just crazy to me, really. I think if you see like a big rise in allocation money, maybe LAFC take him because yeah. you can buy him down so he's not taking up a DP spot. Yeah. Well, and and one thing we know about Real Salt Lake is that historically we've been on the great end of some deals, right? Yeah. Like Joao Plata. We did yeah. not pay much of his salary. Right. Uh, when he came over from Toronto. Yeah. Uh, and and there have been other players like that who, who we get a pretty good deal on. I think an underrated deal right now, because I'm assuming it's going to happen, is whatever they agreed for Savarino before he came, because yeah. it's probably nowhere near what he's worth at this point. I, I'm hugely excited about that. Yeah, I wonder if it comes with like a sell-on fee or something because yeah. he the kid's got he's going places, right? Yeah, I mean, like if you sell him in like two years and his, they're, they're as good as he's been so far yeah you're like it's like a minimum five million dollar fee that you're gonna get for him yeah because he he's like got his first appearance for the venezuelan national team and yeah he's when he's like on his game he's like unstoppable him and plata like yeah like that's one thing that pecky said about brooks london too is it sucks and it's not really fair to brooks because he was playing really well before he got hurt but like it's hard to justify changing the lineup because Plata and Savarino were like two of the best guys in the league at their positions. So yeah. who do you and you who do you take off to to give Brooks time? Maybe you play Brooks at the forward spot more. Maybe, but as we've seen, he's not like a natural fit there for yeah. us. Yeah. Uh, one of the problems we had against LA for me is that Brooks often floated into these very wide positions. Yeah. Against a team where we needed someone. A bit more centrally. Yeah. 
Um, and it's, it's, I don't know. I don't know indeed. Uh, without but Luis Silva's been really good. Yeah, when he uh, and he's stayed healthy for the most part, which yeah. is remarkable because he yeah. hasn't in his career. Is he on loan or is that like a no? He's here permanent. Deal? Okay, uh, I should know that, but that's okay. We'll we'll see what happens there. Nice. Um, I don't know why they wouldn't bring him back. I wouldn't be surprised if they try to get maybe someone like I don't want to say better, but competition. Oh yeah, at that you, spot. you bring in a good forward in the yeah. offseason, right? Yeah. That, that's an essential piece. Like a good forward and a good midfielder. Yeah. For sure. Those are, should be like the top two. Yeah. I would think. Uh, we could bring in a bunch more center backs too. Have play I don't a, think we need any more. How are we supposed to play? Three at the back? <laughs> five at the back. Oh, five at the back. Perfect. Five center backs, four wingers. <laughs> yes. I like it. And uh, Mavsis. <laughs> they could work. Um, Crazier things have worked in MLS. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so we've talked about Yermov Sissian. We've talked about some of the, the things that didn't go quite right. Yeah. Uh, for you, what's been the biggest thing that Mike Pecky has done to turn this team around? Because in July, we were mm. bad. We lost by four goals in Houston. We lost by four goals in Dallas, right? Yeah. 6-2 and 5-1. I think like it's a generic like coach talk answer, but it's attitude because when Kassar was the coach and even for like the first couple months after he was gone like if we went down in a game it was over yeah it could be 1-0 after like 10 minutes and you even a home game like we were at those games um, where you go a goal down early and you're like well this game's over already because yeah. there was like no like fight back mentality in the team at all which is interesting like and now it's the opposite now if we're down like i'm like man we have a better chance to win if we start off losing like <laughs> See, which doesn't make any sense no, but it no. feels like if we give up a goal we're fine yeah like we are not imminently doomed as a result like the la game we were a man down for like 80 minutes or 70 minutes or whatever and then i never i was like i guess i thought we were gonna lose at one point but yeah. i was never like convinced like okay this is over because mm-hmm. before when star was here i would change, i would stop watching like if we were losing one oh, I'm like or two. I would be like, well, I'm just gonna turn this off. That 2016 season was rough. Yeah, like, we made the playoffs, but yeah, we didn't deserve to. No, uh, and we lost pretty badly to LA Galaxy. Yeah, for like the 18th time that year. Yeah, and it was the second year in a row that we got totally smoked by the Galaxy. Yeah. Not second year in a row. That was two. That was two years before. Yeah, the playoffs before, but two playoff runs. In the a Galaxy row, right? owned us when Kassar was here. Yeah. Back when Bruce Arena, U.S. Men's National Team coach and champion of the world. U.S. Men's National Team coach for now, in parentheses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for a short time, and yeah. maybe by the time this airs, or do you call he it won't airing? Be. I don't know. Yeah, releases. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Release but the podcast. We, and that was the other thing, is like, for as bad as L.A. had been, it was nice to like play L.A. and not look like total... Like, like a second division team playing a first division team. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Boateng didn't just rip us to shreds. It looked like we actually had a game plan and knew what we were going to do. The, yeah. the like, preparation is a lot better, too. And then Marcelo Silva got a red card. Yeah. But even even without him. Yeah, like, we did okay. pretty well. Yeah. That's the other thing, too, is Pecky. And it's not only that he's, oh, like... We should like, have conceded, like, five goals in that game. Yeah. But we also should have scored a couple, like, yeah. more, too. Um, Pecky, like, in his interviews... 
not only are his interviews better because he doesn't just do the, well, I thought we, you know, despite losing 7-0, I thought there were some positives we could take from this game. We'd serve to win. <laughs> um, he would, he, like, will even mention that they, like, actually have a plan for, like, certain things. And yeah. Like, oh, we played this way because, like, when he played Brooks at forward, and he said he did that because, I can't remember, it wasn't against LA, it was against somebody else. The match before that. Yeah, and he said the reason he did that is because, like, their forwards have like a tendency to pull wide yeah and brooks was pulling the forward the their center backs i mean have a tendency to pull wide yeah. so you play brooks there and he drifts wide and takes them with them and then we won like yeah. stuff like that it's just it seems like we have a coach again the, yeah exactly like there's a plan and they know what they're doing so it's for me mike peck he kind of represents uh the opposite of what jason christ represented here in some aspects in other aspects, like attitude, work rate, uh, desire to get the team going, uh, he is similar to Jason, although a, a much louder, in your more in-your-face person than Jason Chris yeah. ever was, right? Uh, but they both embodied that same spirit of determination and grit and fight and, and all those uh, adjectives that don't really mean much in a player, but in a coach, they're, they're essential, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the thing that he does very differently is, like, he will adjust to the opposition. Yeah. Uh, he will plan around the opposition. Jason Christ was always very dogmatic as opposed to pragmatic, right? Yeah. It was the diamond midfielder bust. <clears throat> it was, you know, we're going to play the way we play and not another way. And yeah. when we tried to play a different way, for you know, whatever reason that may have been just didn't work there was we played a 4-3-3 in philadelphia one year and it just it it didn't do a thing right uh with with peck he he can put a brooks lennon up top and it does something yeah so it's uh are you saying enzo martinez right back didn't do anything well he certainly didn't play in an mls or u.s open cup match so yeah so that's that's one thing that's been very interesting and, and given me like a newfound sort of hope because yeah. there were long periods where we just it just wasn't it wasn't fun to watch Real Salt Lake. Yeah, it's funny and like the the home matches now it's like nice to go to a match and expect to win regardless yeah. of who we're playing. Yeah, there's like the only I think the only game i'm trying to think there hasn't really been a game recently where i was like oh we're gonna lose yeah that was at home well and, and even even if it's more uncertain than less uncertain right yeah uh, it's fun to go and the crowd responds to a mike peck key thing yeah uh, i think one thing people underestimate in utah or about utah rather is how much people like that make a difference yeah there's like a big like cult of personality syndrome in utah which isn't a bad thing no like it happened with the jazz too yeah and it worked i mean yeah it worked with jason christ like yeah jason christ was our jerry sloan right? yeah now jeff cassar was our tyrone corbin yes mike becky is our other guy who coaches i forgot i forgot (laughs) quinn snyder yeah there we go i forgot his name for a minute yeah me too but yeah, there's I and like the printer thing, like that's just like perfect for Utah. Yeah. In some places it wouldn't have been like nearly as big of a deal. I guess it probably would have been a big deal in most places. Yeah, well, around the but, league it would have yeah. been. But like you do that in LA and Yeah. Do do people in LA care? No. No, not really, yeah. Here like you, you see people on the street and they want to talk about it. Well, yeah, and and people here like there's kind of that like chip on your shoulder thing in Salt Lake anyways, just because 
you know, there's like ah, Utah. Ugh. Yeah. And then it, that carries over. So when yeah. someone does the, the, they're like abrasive and they want to like get in your face. People will eat it up. Oh yeah. So, and I think that's part of why Kassar like didn't get support on top of the results being really bad and the soccer being really bad is he was so just like 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 if he if you know if if it seemed like things were going somewhere and he had said in an interview like we sucked because pecky's been like that before yeah we were terrible you know if he had done more of that he probably would have gotten a little bit like stronger support from the fans yeah he didn't and it worked out okay for us yeah so um the one thing that was striking to me, and this is this is going back, you know, six months, right? Yeah. Is that when he left the club, he was given plenty of opportunities to bash the, what we were doing, or you know, be upset that we that we parted ways, uh, and he was he was very dignified about that. Yeah, he and was. That's one thing that that really struck me and sticks with me about him, uh, and keeps me from having a, a like a super negative feeling about him. Yeah. It's like while he didn't work out well here at all. Yeah. Uh, you know, he was a good person, and you know, for the most part, he represented yeah, our city like, well. Burn any bridges or yeah. anything. And I and I remember like Except maybe with Javier. I remember Ramos. like the, yeah, Oof, yeah. But I don't know if that was solely him either. No, but, no, it certainly uh, wasn't. I remember like the first year he was here, like it was like exciting. People were excited about him because yeah. he was like, and that was when he was more fiery. Like it seemed like yeah. the more. Like, further along it went, the more, like, the he got. Yeah. Because I, I went to the first game that he he coached in L.A., yeah. and we won. So, plot the scores in, like, the 80th minute, and we won. It was an away game. And Kassar, like, came into the stands and celebrated with the people that were there, like, yeah. with the away section. And that was awesome. Bashed the beers together and poured them <laughs> yeah, in the stone and... cold. Yeah. No, but even just coming over and, like, doing that was awesome. And, and that, like, slowly seemed to, like, die yeah, this time yeah and maybe that was tied to results or maybe it was tied yeah. to how he progressed as a person in the role or... yeah there, there are a lot of factors but I guess we don't need to harp on that too much we're in a, a good position now yeah and I'm looking forward to the future me as well speaking of the future yes let's talk about Kyle Beckerman and Nick Romano oh you didn't write that on the notes but I thought of that yeah I was just thinking about it too you think Javier they're both Morales gonna come back it. no you think either of them is going to come back? Yes. Who do you think? Um, I remain convinced, and I have no inside information on this. Not that I usually do. I usually pretend to, because it makes for better clickbait. Yeah. Um, I really think Kyle Beckerman will come back. Me too. I don't think Armando will. Now, what scares me is that Kyle Beckerman told you know Salt Lake Tribune, Salt Lake Tribune reporter Maddie Lee. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, Chris Camerani. Yeah, Chris Camerani's another change That's this season. Loss since last year. Uh, Matt Ely's been doing good. Yeah, job, yeah. But... I'd just like to shout out Chris. Yeah. Of course, it was a big loss when we lost Aaron Falk, too. Yeah. True. Yeah. Chris was a friend. He was on the show. He was a guest. Oh, he was. A friend yeah, of the show. A friend of the show. We should have him on again. He can talk about the University of Utah. Yeah, there we go. Um, Where was it going? Uh, So she talked to Kyle Beckerman, and probably after training or something. Uh, probably not like a secret interview or anything. Yeah. And he, he brought up that there have been issues with players in the past with contracts. Yes. And that, was... that that's referring, I think, very specifically to like the Javier Morales situation and you know other things like that. And and that doesn't fill me with the most hope. Yeah. But that he's talking about it, mm. like maybe that's good. Yeah, and I 
I think that like it's not necessarily bad to read too much into that, but I I think it would something really bad would have to happen for him not to come back. Yeah. I th- I I think Ramondo is going to go because I thought Ramondo was going to be gone already this year. Yeah. Like, and I really hope he doesn't leave because we're we might be in trouble if he leaves because Yeah, we, Matt Van Okel has not been the backup keeper we wanted. Yeah, he lost the Monarchs starting job too, right? No. Oh, I thought he like had, that was his at one point. No, that'd be but Lalo's. He, he was the backup, and he lost that to Lalo. Yeah, and then Lalo left. Actually, I don't know if he lost it to Lalo so much as he was injured, and as a result of that. But but he wasn't like regularly. Yeah. There after he wasn't injured either. So. Yeah. And he hasn't played any games like where you've been like, "Ooh, this guy, this guy's really good." Yeah. Like, so. And maybe it's just because it's a goalie. And yeah, it's, it's a hard to... it's a confidence position, right? You just need to you would, need someone to play yeah. him for a run of games. And we saw the same thing with Jeff Atnella, where he was mediocre, and then yeah. we played him because we had to, and then he was good. Yeah, I was just gonna say it would really suck to lose Ramondo the year after we lost Atanella yeah. in the expansion draft because yeah. Atanella's so good. I'm surprised. I'm honestly surprised it took Atanella so long to become Portland's like number one keeper i thought he yeah. would be their number one like at the start of the season because yeah. gleason is very overrated oh yeah <laughs> like extremely overrated as a goalie i love talking about mls goalies and how overrated they are in general but people love to talk about that you know american goalkeepers and how great yeah. they are when we end up with tim howard who and... who should not have even been on oh, the team man. i'm gonna get ah. That second goal for Trinidad, like, it was a great goal, but Tim Howard saw that the whole way, and he still, like, jumped late to save it. Like, yeah. he couldn't get in front of it or get a hand on it. Even if you get a hand on it and it goes into the goal. Like, yeah. he still, in the first goal, was, like, I mean, the first goal was a fluke, yeah. but he, like, jumped th- three years too early. Like, oh, <laughs> he was on the ground before the ball was in the net. Like, he, he's been terrible oh, for yeah. Brad Guzan, who's better. How how does someone like Brad Guzan though not uh, not win a starting position? Yeah, over forty seven year old Tim Howard. Even even Ramondo is probably a better choice, and I'm biased saying that. Yeah. But Ramondo has been better in MLS this year than Tim Howard's been. Yeah. Like, and Tim Howard was like. He was good last year for Colorado, but he's yeah. not the reason Colorado were like amazing last year. They just yeah. had a really good defense and good Mas- coach. Mas- Mastroin, he actually like knew what he was doing, which was very confusing and weird. Very weird. But, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Tim, Tim Howard. I think he actually stole the Katra of uh, Jeff Kassar. Maybe. And that's what happened. Maybe. So, uh, yeah, goalkeepers. Goalkeepers. But... So- yeah. Mondo, I think I think he's gonna go to LAFC. I think it makes a lot of sense for him to get a like one last big move. Yeah, and he's from LA, and he's still got a couple of years left. Yeah, I mean, and at f- the same time, we need to start thinking about the future of that position. Yeah, the uh, Monarchs have some good keepers. Yeah, we, we we already signed one of them, Connor Sparrow. Yeah, uh, I don't don't think he's beyond a backup role at this point. I oh, think really? Two years, and you can toy with you know first team play. Uh, the the thing about Connor Sparrow is he played in USL, right? Yeah. And strikers are not great in USL. That, yeah, that's full true. stop. Yeah. <laughs> mm, probably not. Yeah. All right. So I'm trying to think. The, yeah, the goalie situation. If Ramondo leaves, you have to sign a goalie. Yeah. Like an experienced. 
equally. Yep. David Ospina, maybe? Oh, God. <laughs> if, I hope so, so me and my wife can thank him for yeah. Oh, that that'd ball. be perfect. <laughs> Sign Peru's goalie. He's, he's great. I almost yeah. swore. I almost said the F word, but he's oh. very good. So, so here's the thing about signing international goalkeepers, though. We only have six international. Yeah. Spots. Oh, yeah. Don't really sign an international goalkeeper. That's a terrible idea. I, I know Wallow. we. How about Jeff Atnella? I don't know. Portland will give him back. I don't know. They would either. And then, well, isn't that other kid in Mexico? There was the academy. Christian Ferreira. Yeah. Is he's gone? It's not a loan or anything. Right? I don't know what that the seems deal like is a weird now. situation. Yeah. So he went to Pachuca, right? Yeah. Uh, and then after that, he we loaned him to Portland Timbers too. Yeah. And now I'm not sure where he is. So mm. maybe just flamed out, which is too bad, but it happens with young players. Yeah. There's definitely yeah. a goalie to be found. Yeah, we'll so. we'll find one if we need to. But maybe we won't need to. I guess Yeah, maybe but, Armando will come back. There's a, a lot that can happen in, in the course of four months. True. Before next preseason, which is crazy. Yeah. It's crazy the season's almost over already. Yeah. So, I mean, clearly we've come a long way. Yeah. Uh, what's the next step, do you think? Do you think there's like a clear next step or is it continue doing what we're doing, carrying that forward? I think it's doing what we're doing and then giving Petkey like a full off season to get some players in and get like a full training camp. But I also think, and this is going to be an unpopular thing to say, that we're definitely losing someone this off season besides Beckerman and Ramonte. Oh, yeah. Like, so like, who, who do you think we'll lose? Probably Plata would be my guess. Yeah, there were, there and I know that Plata's like way happier than he was three months ago. Oh, it's it, the turnaround's immense. Yeah, and and he's like totally bought in on Pecky, and I've heard that from people that like work for RSL and for the league. Yeah, inside sources, whatever. Hiring sources, but Grand like wall status. Someone is gonna come in for Plata with a bunch of money. Yeah, and it'll be someone who can pay him more too. Yeah. And if you're Plata, like, why, I mean, why not go? Like, yeah, that's his career aspiration, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it'll be a team in Europe, Yeah, but it might be a big team in Mexico. Yeah. Maybe not a big team, but, like, an above-average team in Mexico. It'll be interesting. Savarino, we'll, we'll, they won't let go after yeah, we'll, just we'll a year. And Rusnak, they're going to have to just do everything they can to keep him because he's been really, really good. Yeah, we've got him on a four-year contract, so... So, yeah, he has no obligation to get rid of him. And I don't know that he's in, like, a rush to leave either because he kind of bounced all over the place in Europe before. So maybe yeah. he wants some stability. It's He is such an interesting acquisition to me. Well, and I think his girlfriend's pregnant, too. Yeah. So yeah. maybe maybe that helps us. Yeah. Uh, so he came in, you know, as, as an unknown a little bit. Clearly yeah. good, but you know we didn't know he'd be top of the league good, right? Yeah. Um, he's developed... I think he's continuing to develop here, which is, yeah. says a lot about him personally. Because you don't develop in MLS the way you do in Europe if you're not fully committed, right? Yeah. Um, but we know he's... There's, there's no chance that he can't earn more money somewhere else. Yeah. He could make three, four times what he makes here. Easily. And somehow we've been able to keep him around. Uh, so, but I, w- I wonder too about that because maybe he like, comes from money. Maybe he's a trust fund kid. Well, no. What I was gonna say is, 
the way the league is like growing and the salaries are changing in the league and despite all of the crap people say about him even though that's died down this year yeah. like Deloy Hansen has said in the past and he's proven with like action that he's willing to spend money yeah so if you have to pay Albert Rusnak five million dollars to stay here I don't think Hansen would like hesitate to do it yeah I think if, you're right if he says hey I can go to you know like Celtic or some some team like that because that's one of the clubs that was supposedly interested in him uh Ooh, scottish first division <laughs> yeah i don't know why you'd want to step down a division but anyways no. uh like if if some if he says hey i have a chance to go here but i would love to stay here it's mostly about the money and you know what you're getting from him i think they'll pay him like i don't think they would have any problem with that yeah because he's like a top five player in the league at his position yeah and he's like 21 or mm-hmm. how old is he i don't know how old he is he's young 22 this is why we work with a computer. Yeah. So, I'm, also, I'm just going to pull up the MLS page so we can read out how many goals and assists he has. Yeah. Because I like it. Yeah, he's so good. And I don't think Hansel would hesitate to keep him. Because if you... He's 23. Yeah. You could pay him and, and you have, like, the most important position on the field for what you want to do. Yeah. You have that covered for the next, like, 10 years. Yeah. You know? Not ten years, maybe, but seven, seven or eight years easily. Yeah. If if he's willing to stay, yeah, that's the big thing, right? Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, he's. It's not like he's losing call ups to his national team. He's still getting yeah. called up, even though he's playing in MLS. That is like a dead thing. The whole like you can't um, get in MLS. You can't yeah. get in your national team if you play in MLS. I think Giovinco actually played a big role in that. Yeah, uh, by getting called up to Italy, it, other national team managers have to think about it differently. Look at David Villa. He's like yeah. 30, 35 when he got called up. Yeah, playing in MLS. So. Yeah. That would be so good. Oh I my know. gosh. But yeah, Rusnak is extremely good. Okay. And so I hope we don't lose him. I think you're right. I, I think we. I don't think we'll we lose, don't him. lose him. But I also think he's going to make a lot of money here. He if better. He stays. Yeah. Uh, the, I, it, it really, I think it depends on the trajectory of MLS. Yeah. If there's a big infusion of TAM, then great. Which it sounds like that's coming, but you nobody know, knows. So here's the thing. That big infusion of Tam was probably like with the understanding that we were going to make the World Cup. You think so? And well, I, I don't think it was. But do you think the league like fact, takes a hit, money wise, from not making the World Cup? That is a it's a great question. Uh, because you still have tons of money coming in from like expansion fees. Yeah. Oh yeah. And the league financially will be fine. It's it's. Do you prioritize investing heavily now? I don't know. And I think I think MLS I has so. enough of an audience that's like independent of US soccer that I think be you're fine. right. I don't think like attendance is gonna take a dive at MLS games because they missed the World Cup. Yeah. It's awful that they missed the World Cup. Yeah. And it's totally inexcusable and kind of hilarious. But kind of really I don't hilarious. think it's really gonna like hurt MLS a lot. I think you're right. I hope you're right. The it might hurt if luckily so this is funny. Whenever MLS signed those like TV deals, everyone's like, "What are you doing? Why'd you sign those like long-term TV deals?" You know, because soccer's just gonna get more and more popular. Yeah. Now MLS looks like geniuses for signing yeah. long-term TV deals because they have their behinds covered when soccer, you know, maybe in general is a little less popular. You can swear on this podcast. Yeah. You can say butts, <laughs> asses. <laughs> 
Yeah, they have their their asses covered. <laughs> now I'm just gonna say it as many times as I can. Oh no, just kidding. But yeah, make sure you put explicit. Oh yeah. But yes, I I don't think MLS is gonna suffer from missing the World Cup. I think you're right. And I also think I think we'll be good too because we don't have to watch Fox's coverage of <laughs> U.S. Men's National Team. I don't have to listen to Eric Winalda scream about how guys don't play as hard as they used to. Oh man, yeah. Glad he's not Real Salt Lake's coach. So let's go back to the pet key thing just for one moment. Okay. Uh, when we hired Jeff Kassar, I was there were a lot of people who were like, sign pet key, sign pet key. And, and I was like, ooh, yeah, about mean, that. When, I thought pet key was still with New York when we hired Kassar. No. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. He was fired at the end of the 2013 season, I believe. Let me let me double check that. It's okay. I'm, I am because I'm probably wrong. Oh, 2015. Yeah. So, oh, they were saying fire Kassar, hire Pecky. Yeah, at the end of 2015. When we missed that. the playoffs. And then they... We probably talked about it on the podcast. Yeah. And people were like, yeah, I A was, lot of people were, yeah. Yeah, I was not you know, not convinced. Uh, I, want, you know, I, I might have been one of the people that was like, yeah, too. Uh, there was a lot of talk about him not being a great tactical coach. And, Which and, was not correct. Uh, yeah, it, even if it was correct then, it's not now. He's he's adapted very well here. So. I, I wonder, too, and I'm only saying I... Oh, we have a Super Nintendo. Nice. Sorry. Sidetracked. <laughs> but uh, as an aside, I wonder how much of that is, like, the coaching staff because it's yeah. just super interesting that, like, the team was not great, and the, but there wasn't a huge amount of turnover on the coaching staff, and now the team looks like brilliantly coached yeah so i wonder if it's all pecky or yeah and he'd be the first to say it's not all me right yeah uh because when we watched monarchs when uh Freddy Juarez Juarez. Was there, so the team was not great but they were never not prepared yeah like you could never say they didn't have like you like you could watch and see what they were trying to do yeah even if it didn't work like and i wonder if like juarez is helping yeah. In that aspect with ourselves. Well, and, and the firing of Daryl Shore uh, was closely followed by, like, the team starting to, you know, kind of mesh as a, as a group. Again. Yeah. So not, maybe Daryl Shore played a role in that. Maybe he didn't. Yeah. Uh, but, like, but I it's mean, a cauterizing everyone thought, moment, everyone right? thought Mears would go, too, because yeah. the defense was so bad with Kassar. Yeah. And now, but Mears is still here, and the def- the defense looks great. You know, and it's not just because of Silva coming back. They things were looking like better and better even before this. Yeah. Silva just made it like that much better. better. Yeah. No, and David Horst has been good. Yeah. Like who'd have thought? I mean, Justin Schmidt was like a second round draft pick, and he like looked like he knew what he was doing. Yeah. And he was in a terrible situation. It was like, hey, I know you were playing college last year, <laughs> yeah. but uh, we need to just start some MLS games. Like, there's a huge gap. From, yeah. From MLS to from college to MLS, and he didn't look like totally lost. Yeah, and he was playing as a fullback, and yeah. he's the size of a tank. Like he's not a fullback. Yeah, I think he can actually be a very good player for us. Yeah, uh, he did just have a foot surgery today. Yeah, uh, so he should be recovered by the time preseason rolls around, and we'll see how things go. But it certainly explains why he stopped getting minutes with Real Monarchs. Yeah, broken foot will do that to you. I really hope Chad Barrett gets another chance, too, because he's been very good. Uh, that's another player we signed, Chad Barrett, yeah. uh, MLS veteran, and he, uh, he played looked, two games. He looked better than Yura, like, at the oh, beginning yeah. of the season. That's not hard, but... <laughs> but that was before Yura even went, like... Took a nose like, completely. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. So we'll see. Uh, 
one last player to talk about, then let's take a short break. Luke Mulholland? Oh, no, we can talk about Luke <laughs> later. Uh, Chris Schuler, Ooh. who has been absent for months now, right? Yeah. Uh, we don't know if... the Monarchs. He, he, yeah. yeah, he just hasn't gotten minutes. Um, and it's... Mike Pecky did at one point allude to him having an injury setback of some sort, but it's been radio silence mm. on him. Uh, he doesn't appear on the... Uh, the injury report that the club sends out, he's just huh. not there. And it's very interesting. Yeah. I remember people were, like, excited about him getting another chance to Yeah, I was, I was really excited. Like, because he was really good. Before... But, but maybe that chance isn't going to lead to anything. Yeah. Which is a shame. Yeah. But sometimes that happens in sports. Yeah. Unfortunately. Seven-year career here, that's... Not bad yeah, man. for a player with been here for seven years with Abu Dhabi syndrome. Yeah, <laughs> to go back to Arsenal a little bit. Yeah, so let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk about Real Salt Lake just a little Real more, Monarchs. and then we'll talk about Real Monarchs. Oh, okay. So we probably should decide what we're going to mention about Real Salt Lake and move on. Okay. Maybe <clears throat> hopes we have for these last two games, where we see things going next year. Yeah, uh, positions of need. Okay. Uh, and then we'll move on to Real Monarchs, and uh, really, I just I need to use the bathroom. So sweet. Don't. Jason, we're back on the podcast on sweet. Off the Crossbar, a Real Salt Lake this is podcast. Fun. We should have been doing this for the last year. <laughs> yeah, probably. Okay, so what are we doing? We are going to go through the roster very quickly. Well, we'll see how quickly it goes. We never do anything quickly. Okay. Because we're awful at My podcasting. Say differently. Mm. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been the most inappropriate joke. I'm going to have to. History of the show. I'll, yeah. Okay. Um, you can leave it in there. It's okay. I will. She said that too. <laughs> so let's go through the, let's go through the roster uh, yeah. very quickly. Uh, we're just going to talk about whether they should stay with the team or leave the team. Okay. Uh, or what we think will happen. Okay. Um, and I'm going to pause it really quick so we can talk about something and come to a decision. Okay. We've come to a decision. Okay. Okay. We're going to go through first the senior roster, then the supplemental roster, and you then the roster. should just do the one we talked about first. We'll get that out of the way. Oh. Ricardo Velasco. No. He should not come back. Okay. Now that moving that's on. over with. Moving on. Yeah. Uh, so the senior roster. Yeah. Uh, it's alphabetical. Um, and this is from MLS, so if the roster composition is wrong, blame those weirdos. Okay. So, starting with Mr. Chad Barrett. Yes. I would also retain him. Why would you retain him? That, that's a big question, mm, right? I think he has a lot of value. Like, because he he's still a good player, he knows yeah. the league, and I think he would be a good mentor for, like, a young player yeah. if you go that route. And we can forward. keep his podcast. And I Yeah, that too. And he probably ends up as a coach in MLS. Like, he just kind of has that written all over him. Yeah. Or commentator. He's done a really good job as a color guy yeah. for a couple of those games. Uh, if he doesn't stick with the team on the field, I'd love to keep him on the off team the field, and yeah. off the field capacity. Uh, which is amazing that he's fit in so well. Yeah. So he quickly. like really, Especially for someone that, like, bounces around in MLS yeah. so much. But that's happened everywhere. Like, they loved him in Seattle. And yeah. everywhere he's gone, he's been kind of a big hit with the fans. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Uh, Kyle Beckerman. Yes. Yes. Tony Beltran. 
Yes. Yes, a million times, yes. So, you might know this. His contract has an option, right? Yes. It's a team option. Yes. Because he keeps getting listed as a possible free agent, and I don't see any circumstance where RSL are like, oh, yeah, you can go. Yeah. No, that'd be crazy. Yeah. We will keep him. Absolutely. Uh, and if we don't, I will riot. Yes. Um, there's... I, I, I seriously, genuinely think he's one of the best right backs in the league. I do, too. Uh, he's struggled the last year and a half under Jeff Kassar. I don't think it was his fault. I don't think it was his fault either. He played behind the least effective def- winger on defense yeah. in Juan Manuel Martinez. Yeah. Miranda. Yeah. Um, and he just, yeah, not not an ideal situation because he relies on a player that can interact well with him. Yeah, and I think that like he's gotten better since Savarino came too because yeah. Savarino oh yeah by the way that 24 under 24 list awful we're not we're going to go off on a tangent for a second that list was total horse shit but one of the things that someone said about Savarino was i'm not sure how committed he is defensively which tells me that you have literally never watched him play a game ever well when we're only on national tv once in a season yeah. it's easy like right? He's amazing defensively for a yeah. winger, like for what you would expect out of that position, and like his playing style, he's like a fifth defender. Yeah, and he covers. He takes the ball away at midfield, and he'll chase a player after they dispossess him. He'll yep. chase him the length of the field. Like, yeah. so I, I'm that was like the motion fury of, of all the twenty four under twenty four nonsense that happened with RSL. That comment made me madder than anything. I agree because it just told you like. The people that were asking don't know what they're talking about. Yep. Well, they're classic, yeah. right? Louis Scale probably disagrees after winning it so many times, but yeah. Although he was not even on it this year, and yeah. he's still under twenty-four, which is amazing that he's still that young. Yeah. All right. Uh, so Tony Beltran, definitely yes. Yes. Justin Glad. Yes. Yeah. David Horst. I think so. I would because... I don't know that you can just, like, replace him. And you know what you are getting. I mean, he's probably not going to be, like, your number one or number two. But he's a really good number three. Yeah, he's one of the best number threes in the league, I think. Yeah. Okay. You're a Mopsisian. No. No, I would also agree. Uh, Would it be the end of the world if he did stay? Mm, Only in terms of what it would limit you doing otherwise. But I don't think it would be a terrible thing to keep him if you could get him on board, like mentally yeah with pecky but i think like it would be very bad for improving other parts of the team yeah well and if he's not on board now he's not gonna be yeah there's he he's gone he's checked out yeah so i also wouldn't be surprised if he scores a really important goal in the last two games because that would be like classic era yep i would i would chant his name i guess yeah. or something i'd sing that song <laughs> yeah uh we'll have to include that song in the podcast okay Luke Mulholland. Mm. I'm going to say yes, which is going to surprise everyone that knows me or has talked to me for more than five minutes. I'm also going to say yes, despite the fact that he has blocked me on Twitter. Oh, did he? I th- I, I'm i guessing I talked about his male pattern baldness. Oh. <laughs> so you could, say, you could say he's not good and not a good player and be mad about how he plays all the time, and that's fine. Yeah. But if you mention his hair falling out i think i tweeted about <laughs> feeling bad for him and his hair which oh, is terrible no. maybe it was that he should get a new haircut maybe he did it by accident like sam and heath oh yeah maybe i don't think so but no, i don't think so either but it's funny that uh, i mean i get it yeah uh but 
I, I think he's a good player. Yeah. And I think he's one of the players who's gotten, like, that made the biggest improvement under Petkey. Yeah, he's uh, not the best passer still, and he never yeah. will be, but... But he seems to, like, have eliminated some of the really bad parts yeah. of his game, but the good parts are still there. And yeah, that might be tactical, right? Yeah. Like, you account for those because you're a smart coach. You're not asking him to do as much. Like, there's not games anymore where you're, like there's a really good chance that Luke had more giveaways than completed passes. Yeah. Like, that was a regular thing under Jefferson. <laughs> because Luke is not Javier Morales, and there were times where they asked him to be. Yeah. Oh. Or Ned Grabavoy, and they also asked him to be him. <laughs> okay. Uh, DeMar Phillips. No. Also no. Did you watch the Monarchs game on Saturday? I watched bits of it. Did you see him get sent off? Yeah. For apparently on the broadcast they said it was for spitting. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't get rid of him for that. No, I, just... I wouldn't either. Uh, that's that's a tangent. Uh, it's just his his long injury this year kind of seals it for me. I, I think yeah. he's ending nearing the end of his career. He should go back to Jamaica, play a couple years. Yeah. Or he that, could retire I mean, here if he wants to stick around. But he, he seems very drawn to living in Jamaica, right? Yeah. Oh, well, and that's dating across the spot now. Like, yeah. that's like one of those like you'll have to pry it away from his dead hands sort of thing. Like Charlton Heston. Yeah. Mm. He said that in Planet of the Apes, right? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Joel Plata. Yeah, of course. Yeah, uh, although with the caveat that he may nod anyway. Uh, yeah. If I mean, he's, I a, think... he's a designated player now, but yeah, there's so a good chance we're he... reading the list as. Would the team bring them back if they had the choice? Yeah. Yeah. So Plata, yeah. Yeah. Nick Romando? I've got a maybe here. Oh, I would say yes, we should, but no, we will not. I would say we should for less money. Okay. But I don't think I don't think he's gonna be okay with that. Yeah. Which is fine. He's like good get your secure the bag, as people say. I think he should do get as much money as possible because that's what being in pro sports is about <laughs> like that's not all it's about but that's one of the important factors yeah and if rsl say we're not going to pay you as much then someone else is going to pay him yep it's free Good agent luck, so yeah that's why we have free agency like yeah and it's and, it's and, great and, yeah, it's about time it's yeah he deserves I wish, he deserves i that. wish we would bring him back but i won't have like hard feelings if we don't yeah agreed. which will make me and you like the two people in salt lake that don't have feelings about it because everyone's going to be really mad yeah carl malone style yes sebastian saucedo yes uh, also yes um although i i just realized we skipped over albert rusnak yes also yes uh jefferson savarino yes a big yes chris Schuler? no no and it makes me sad uh yeah it's a bummer i would love to see him like teach science at the academy or something that'd be yeah. cool i don't know if he studied i don't know what he studied i don't either he went to clemson right no that was that was kavita he went to Notre Dame. no that was mond yeah oh your mom <laughs> left we didn't talk about him oh yeah creighton people. he went to creighton oh yeah that's close to Notre Dame, sort of is it no right, where's well, in nebraska Notre Dame's in indiana oh i should should have known where creighton was oh should be named omaha Omaha State. <laughs> uh, okay, so no Chris Schuler. Luis Silva? Yes. I would also say yes, but it, with the understanding that he may not play the forward role. 
Yeah, I think if you bring him back and you have him as like Rusnak's backup or an additional option on the wing, <laughs> like if he's like your twelfth guy and he plays like three different positions, he's really valuable. Yeah. in that place. Mar- I think that's gonna be Brooks Lewin's place. You might be right, Marcelo Silva. Yes. Um, yeah. No. No. No question there. Steven Sunday. Yes, ish. <coughs> I think he's just had really bad luck with injuries this year. Yeah. I don't think he's a bad player. No, I, I think he's good. I wonder. And I think he long term he could play Kyle's spot. Yeah, I I think his remaining depends on the types of players we're able to bring in. Yeah. For me, um, if we're able to improve significantly at that position, he might leave. Yeah, then it becomes a harder sell. Yeah. Um, the senior roster is only so big, so. Yeah. I would love to see him stay, though. Personally. <clears throat> Not just for the hat. <laughs> Matt Van Okel? No. I'm going to go maybe. I, I guess that's a no, uh, but I have no evidence because yeah. he's played like one game. I have no idea. It wasn't great, but the whole team was terrible in the games he's played. So Yeah, he got left out to dry pretty bad a couple times. Houston, Dallas. Yes. Back to back. Okay, so that's oh. Chris Wingert. Ooh. No. I would. Ooh. I actually would. I would say like as a coach or like a player coach with more coach than player. Yeah. But I don't well, I guess if you're gonna get rid of Demar. Yeah. Then yeah, bring Winger back because with the understanding that like that's Acosta's job yeah. and he's a backup. Yeah. Like a lot of backup. I I will say I actually don't think he's lost a step this year. I think he lost several steps years ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he's still as good as he was last year. Yeah. Which was also not great, but but not terrible. Um, he's been there when called upon. Yeah. Uh, he's kept himself fit. He's, he's and done the job asked. According to everyone, he's like a great like mentor off yeah. the field. Like he's helped Acosta a lot, like yeah. prepare with this is what this player likes to do. Yeah, like apparently like he had a lot to do with uh Danny Acosta putting Clint Dempsey in his back pocket yeah. whenever the Sounders <laughs> played here. So, so I I would say keep Chris Winger like Yeah. It's it's uh as that and he's going to be a coach presence. at some point. Like, yeah. He's one of those guys that's going to end up inside the organization. I hope so. In some way. Okay, so that's the senior roster done and dusted. All 19 players, we, we have one spot left. So and we'll see what that looks like next year. Yeah. Okay, supplemental roster. Danilo Acosta. Yes. Yep. Omar Holness. Yes. No. Ooh. Uh, our first, that's our first like big disagreement. Uh, I haven't seen anything. So when Omar Holness was fit this year, I didn't see anything that made me think that he deserved to stay. Really? Um, you don't give him like a year with Pecky? Oh, that's hard. I mean, and the injury makes it even harder, right? Yeah. Uh, he did. He played. He was. He was playing intermittently, right? I mean, yeah, when but I think that was when we were still really bad. Like that was, it was like when Pecky had just taken over. That's true. He played nine games this year, so and June third mm. was his last game. He went ninety minutes in and the six two loss to I Dallas. I think that, and this is maybe a tactical thing, but I think everybody that plays like 
the positions that he plays has gotten substantially better under Petke, so there's a real possibility he does too. The three games he started were all losses, which is too bad. That was a bad bad time for us, but Yeah. So we'll we'll see what happens there. Uh I don't know if if he graduates from Generation Adidas, do you keep him? Because he's he's doesn't hit the cap, he's um, but he's he's paid more, of course. Yeah. But he'd have to drop down. Yeah. If he did. Yeah, I think if you can keep him and not like increases, like if if it's not gonna be a huge cap hit. Then yeah. yeah. He's. I think he could be a good player, like a really good player. He had some times where he looked good last year when nobody yeah. looked good. Yeah, that's true. Good point. So yeah, I don't know. Okay. That's an interesting one. I would. I would be. I wouldn't be upset if we kept him. I just. Yeah. Yeah. You understand. I understand. Connor Sparrow? Yeah. He's yeah. going to play with the Monarchs. But yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ricardo Velasco, we discussed. So let's move to the reserve roster. Jordan Allen? Yes. Uh, also, yes. I know some people are you know, kind of like upset that he costs so much and keeps getting injured. And that hurts. I mean, yeah. it hurts him most of all, right? Yeah. Uh, but he's, he's such a smart kid. And he's uh, so good. He is really good. He's really good. I thought he was our best player in preseason. Yeah, he's so good. Like, you have to give him a chance with Pecky. Yeah. That's another... And he's, like, really young, too. Yeah. If you give him, like, a chance with Pecky... Is he under 24? I will look I'm gonna, that I'm up. I'm going to make a 24 under 24 reference. Oh, yeah. He is currently... Come on, internet. 22. Yeah, like if he has a full season with Pecky where none of his bones fall apart, or well, I don't know what's happened with him, but he just seems to have really bad luck with injuries. Yeah. He's on that 24 under 24 list yeah. or whatever. Like, he's so good. He yeah. was good when Kassar was here, and nobody was good. Yeah. And he wasn't even playing his, like, best position. I yeah. Mean, and he, he could be a starter or, like the, like, the best backup choice we would have on the roster at, like, three different positions. Yeah. And I think if he's healthy, then the the Brooks Lennon question is a lot more interesting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Nick Beasley. Yes. Yeah. Also, yes. Give him a chance. Uh, Reagan Dunk. No. Also, no. He hasn't looked great. He hasn't looked particularly great for Real Monarchs. He was Makes it kind easy. of like a swing and a miss. Yeah. And I and I don't think it's like anything against him. No. I, I wonder how much of it was, like, that college that he went to not playing against anyone. Yeah. Like, he didn't play for, like, a big powerhouse college team. And yeah. And he they did, won, he like, did get thrown into the deep end here. And, yeah, that's true. But he, but like, d- he's not even good with the Monarchs. Yeah, and despite being healthy, he hasn't, and, he's just been a bench player for them. And he's, so. like, a top ten draft pick, right? He was, like, a number six? Yeah. I mean, I would keep Schmidt over him. Like, Schmidt oh, yeah. is an absolute yes. And Schmidt so, is a second Justin rocket. Schmidt? Yeah, yes. Oh, yeah, easy. Which is great. Yeah. That's, uh, we really did well with him. Yeah. Okay, Jose Hernandez? Yes. Also, yes. I would love to see him get more playing time. Me too. I think he's really good. Brooks Lennon. Ooh. I think it depends on the money involved. There, that's a big question. That's a huge question. As a designated player, no way. Absolutely not, because he's not. He shouldn't even. He's not going to start. I yeah. mean, 
I don't know where you start him unless you were planning on losing Plata and then you put Savarino on the left and Lynn on the right. And Allen as the backup on both yeah. sides. Or Silva. Or Silva. Yeah. And that's not a terrible option. Because Savarino played on the left, like, naturally. Yeah. So, um, if he's a DP, then no way. Yeah. I think this is going to be more of a hot take. I think if you have to pay money for him, no way. Yeah. If he's not a free transfer, because his contract is up, you know, at the end of this year with Liverpool. Yeah. If, if he costs... I mean, if you can get him for, like, 500 grand... Or less. Yes, yeah. take him. But Something you can spread out over three years. Use to him to buy down. But if you have to pay a like, like, you know, above a million for him, nope, no way, no way. Okay, so that and was... that's, and and I should say, there are plenty of MLS teams that could and should pay above a million dollars for him, but we are absolutely not one of them. I agree. So interestingly, we have four young de- or four designated players. You're only allowed three. Yeah. Uh, but a, there must be some sort of rule with young designated players because we have two of them. Yeah. Someone was bought down, I think. Well. I thought Plata. Or maybe Beckerman. Yeah. Well, Beckerman he, was definitely bought down. Because he's not listed as a DP. Yeah. There are four listed here. Okay. Who are they? Yurimov Sissian. Joel Plata. Albert Rusnak. Jefferson Savarino. It might be Savarino because he's on a loan. Yeah, maybe. Like some weird MLSing going on. Yeah. Uh. I, I suspect we'll we'll can Yura. Yeah. So we'll have a we may have a spot open, we may not. Yeah. We'll find out. Uh, I I, heard, I think from what I read. Oh wait, that... he's listed here. He's just not actually listed in the table. Hmm. I don't know how that works. He was on the. What do you mean the table? So they have a table right here. Of designated players. And, and he's below it. I wonder if he was bought down. Maybe. With Tam. Or so or Gam. Yeah, one of the two. Okay, um, <clears throat> international slots. Let's go over these very quickly as well. Jose Hernandez takes one up. Uh, yeah. I'm curious if he's able to get his green card. Yeah. Um, he's lived in the U.S. for a long time. Yeah. I believe he's a dreamer. Uh, and I think he absolutely deserves to stay. Yeah. Now, he, he's here is it with a with a visa now. Yeah. Um, so there's no chance of losing him to that. Well, if he's a dreamer... Unfortunately, there may be. Oh. <laughs> if that's what yeah. his visa is. I think... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. That's terrifying. Yeah. What a world we live in. Uh, Omar Holness takes up Ooh. the international spot. Ooh, I didn't know that. Uh, I I might change my answer on Omar Holness, but... He may be able to get a green card. Yeah, maybe. Oh, because he was in college for a while, too, so I, I don't think he would have problems getting one. Yeah. Damar Phillips. Yeah, he's gone. Uh, Rusnak, Savarino, Marcelo Silva, all. Yeah. They're going to stay they're on gonna, international slots. They won't be able to have green cards yet yeah, for another we, year. We will get a, our seventh back at the end of the year from Minnesota. Oh, who okay. We traded two for a year. Gotcha. So that's where we're at on the roster. Cool. Okay, let's uh, take a quick music break and talk about Real Monarchs. Turned. Woohoo! 
So, Real Monarchs. Yes. USL regular season champions. World champions. World champ- champions of the world. Say. USL world champions. Because yeah. then you're confining it to only the USL world. So yeah. it's not out of... Yeah. There know, are teams in Canada. control to say world champions. That's true. I agree. USL, you know, here's a hot take. USL should have some Mexican teams. That'd be fun. Yeah. That'd be fun. <laughs> uh, it could get very messy. Yeah. Uh, but it'd be so much fun. Um, so we have taken a different approach with our USL team this year. Yes, we our... have good players. <laughs> uh, I was looking at some of the players from our first few seasons, or first two seasons. Yeah. There are a striking number of them who didn't go into soccer after the first year yeah. of playing. Who was it I was telling you? Riley we, McGovern? We were so sure he was going to be like, the, this is going to be the first Monarchs player to be an RSL player. Yeah. And I don't even think he's playing anymore. He's, I, maybe not. I can't, like, track him down anywhere. I saw a couple that are, you know, they have LinkedIn profiles. They're yeah. working professionals. You know, good for them. What's uh, the... That's the great part the of college. What's the Lion guy doing? The forward. Oh, this Max Rauhofer? Yeah. He's still playing. Uh, he's he, not playing in USL, is he? No, no, no that would be great. I, I saw Baldines playing in Venezuela still. Is he? Yeah, I, don't, I think he's actually not playing anymore. Really? Uh, and focusing like, on like business endeavors, like being a player agent. Oh, because he was he was like getting time in Venezuela. Yeah, maybe he just didn't want to be in Venezuela. Anymore. I, I don't know. Yeah, but he. Oh man, Baldines like one of those like what could have been. Yeah, nice. because he was like absolutely good enough to play for RSL, yeah. especially 2016 RSL. Like, yeah. there's no way you could think this guy wouldn't have helped us at all because he played the same position as Javi, and Javi was not good last year. Yeah, but Baldine was like a money thing. Yeah, is what I was told. That's what I'd heard too, probably from you. Yeah, I think so. That's what I heard is like they wanted to sign him for RSL, but he wanted a lot more money than they were willing to pay him. Yeah. Which is weird that he was like, then he went to Venezuela, because I don't think there was like a huge sum of money involved in Venezuelan professional soccer. Yeah. I assume you're right. Yeah. So, uh... I'm trying to remember. Is there anyone that's still left from the first... Oh, probably Orozco. Yeah, Emilio Orozco is still playing. Yeah, is he the only one? I think so. Uh, Micah Noriena retired from soccer to take up a hip-hop career. Nice. Which is, uh... Good for him. That's a, a different choice than it's, most that, players make. That's weird, too, because he played in Sweden professionally, and he wasn't bad. Yeah. I mean, like, I was kind of surprised we got him back. I, I think it's just his passion. Yeah. So, good for him. Yeah. Gotta pursue your passion sometimes. Chase your dreams, kid. Like, being on a podcast that lasts two hours. Yeah. We're sorry if you're listening. Yeah. But we understand you're probably not. Yeah. Um... Yeah, the pro- the different approach seems to have worked out because yeah. they won the league. So, so we we brought in players that have MLS experience or went to college. Yeah, uh, but we have players like Danny Cruz, who yeah. MLS veteran almost Chandler Hoffman, Chandler Hoffman, who is twenty six, right? Sebastian Velasquez. Yeah, there are like I was talking to someone who is RSL affiliated the other day and. There are, like, five guys on the Monarchs who could play in MLS. Yeah. Who could make, like, a majority of the rosters in MLS. Yeah. And probably get minutes. Yeah. Not just be, like, a, yeah, well, we have Velasquez, but he's just a reserve player. Like, there are a lot of really good players on the yeah. Monarchs. So, 
do you see those players as moving up to like candidates to move up to Real Salt Lake? I think yes. I wouldn't be surprised if Hoffman does. Yeah. Because I think he can play forward. He could be a really good backup forward for yeah. us at MLS level. Yeah. And I also, the person I was talking to asked me the same question, and I answered them. So let me go back to my DMs. Can we ask who it is? Was it Trevor Brady? No. No, no, no. It was, who else did I say? I said, so they asked me, who on Monarchs do you think is MLS caliber? I said Hoffman. Yep. Velasquez. Yep. Charlie Adams. Yeah, I could see that. And Moberg. Okay. Those are my four. I w- would also, uh, D- Danny Cruz, maybe. Yes, and there was another one that I didn't say. Diego Calvo? Yes. Costa Rican International, <laughs> which um, is amazing. I think, I think that he hasn't played a lot. He hasn't, the, no. no. I'm not talking, I don't mean Calvo, sorry. Oh, the guy yeah. that scored the goal against Reno, the chip, the Argentine guy, I think he oh, could Juan be Mare? really good. Yeah. Yeah, I, he's one of the so he's one of those guys. I think you sign for USL with the intention of like, well, if this guy works out. He's playing for RMLS. Yeah, it's it's very interesting to me. We've sort of segregated them into three groups. We have MLS veterans. Yeah. We have uh, college and academy players. Yeah. And I don't think we have any academy players Ooh. that came straight from the academy right now. They're all on Real Salt Real Lake. Real Lake. Uh, if they're good enough for that, then I, I say do that. I think too if. Damar Phillips and Chris Winger leave. Max Lackawicki absolutely gets signed by RSL. I could see Andrew Brody coming up. Brody's playing fullback now, right, for the Monarchs? Or he was He for a almost bit did and, under Petkey, yeah. and then Petkey was dismissed from the Monarchs' <laughs> position. Yeah, unceremoniously um, released. So let's, let's circle back to coaching again. We brought in Mark Briggs, uh, who was at Wilmington Hammerheads, who yeah. underwent some financial trouble, right? Uh, and didn't play this year in USL. Uh, and he's been nothing short of a revelation at, at coach. Yeah. Uh, he is as exacting and demanding as Mike Pecky is. Yeah. And it's, it's, <laughs> it's crazy that uh, we have this guy who <clears throat> I, I have no doubt could be a first- you know, a first-team coach in MLS. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he is after this year. Yeah. Maybe he'll need, like, another year of really good USL coach. Just to prove himself, to prove right? It, but but he's think, on that trajectory. Like, MLS has, like, a weird thing with, like, you got to be in the club, which U.S. Yeah. soccer has way too much of. Yep. But Mark Briggs is a really good coach. Yeah. Like, if RSL lose Pecky for some reason, you absolutely yeah. say, Mark Briggs, this is your team now. Yeah. Like, and I don't think you skip a beat. Yeah. Like... Just I don't really think that's going to happen or envision that happening. No. Unless U.S. soccer hires my pecky, which would be That'd sensational be weird. and great. Yeah, I don't know what I'd but do. But also, <laughs> I would be conflicted. But would, Do you think they should hire Jason Grice? No, I don't think so. Which is a hot take, I guess. But something happened? No, I'm good. Oh. Um, I don't know if Grice is going to come back in Orlando. I, I so this is a terrible idea, but I would hire him as a coach for like a as U.S. men's national team coach on an interim basis. Like, give him a chance. Give him a chance. I think I, play a few I don't friendlies. think that's a bad idea because like after the World Cup, there's going to be a whole lot of coaches available who might be an upgrade. Yeah, because the World Cup is so like insane in terms of 
Like, oh, you didn't win the World Cup, even though we never had a chance to win it anyways. You're fired. Like, that happens all the time. You know? Oh, yeah. Like, teams just reset. So this is my argument for Jason Kreiss. He needs some, He needs good people around him. Yeah. He has not had that in New York, and he has not had that in Orlando. Yeah. To this point. Uh, he is uh, very principled, something that Jurgen Klinsmann was not. Correct. Something that Bruce Arena is not. Correct. Uh, he, oh, that's kind of the extent of it, really. This I think is a he bad knows, argument. I think he knows the talent pool. Yeah. Just, and not just from being in MLS, like, just from being involved. And he was, I think he was, like, helped Klinsman at one point, right? He was, like, yeah. an assistant. Cause there was Something. Because there was a picture of him in the track fans. I remember <laughs> that now. Anyways. Uh... But I, I actually think, like, people are dismissing him because he's been bad for New York. And I don't think he's, he's been, been bad for, for like, he's not been great. Not been great. Right? But I don't think they have he a good roster. He didn't draw that game against FC Dallas. I don't think Orlando have a good roster at all. No, they, they have a bad roster. So, and they're getting rid of that terrible uh, Brazilian. Brazilian guy. Yeah. Kaka? Is yeah, that his name? That means poop. Kaka. 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 But I, I think he, he's. People see him now as like being a, a mirage, right? Like he looked good here, but wasn't. Yeah. But I think they're they're missing. I think something is missing. Well, and I because what we saw here was not a not a coach that was bad. And and, and the other thing about up. Christ too is like a lot of people the like go to knock on him is like, well, he was good in like a different MLS before there were like there was more money and teams. Yeah, except he was kicking like asses of other teams up and down the continent too. Like yeah. it wasn't just an MLS that he was very good. Yeah. Like RSL were super competitive. Well in twenty thirteen Real Salt Lake was extremely good. Yeah. Uh like if we had kept him I th- if we had kept him the that year after we absolutely would have had a shot to win yeah. ccl oh man like with that uh, team. makes me sad yeah oh because we pl- was that when we played tigris yeah 20 early 2015 march well that was so that was after Kassar's first year yeah yeah oh man yeah so what could have been i guess but we i think we have a chance again at those sorts of things yeah i think i don't think i agree with you i don't think christ would be a bad idea you convinced me um but i don't think pecky would either yeah i don't think he's gonna get it i don't think he'll even be considered which is dumb i think christ will christ will be considered yeah he won't get it but i think jesse marsh might have a shot to get it too which i'm not sure how i feel about that either yeah yeah there, there are a lot of coaches that could bruce arena not a great option. Are we talking about national team now, or are we still talking monarchs? I'm confused. I guess we should transition back to monarchs. <laughs> so we'll come back to the national. Team. I guess we're going to talk about the national team. We the monarchs are really good. Yeah, the monarchs are good. Velasquez is good. Yeah, it's so nice to see him do well too. After all the awful shit that happened in his life. Like, yeah, I'm I'm happy for him. Yeah, I would. So, sure, you could bring him up to Real Salt Lake, make him a bench player, like. That's a, that'd be fine. Uh, Do you he, think he, he would could, just be a bench player? He could succeed. He's not going to jump ahead of Albert Rusnak. No, but I. Do you think he could play wide? No, he doesn't do. He he's a player that does well centrally. And he doesn't do Monarchs. enough defensively to play in Luke's position. Or yeah, he's not going to take that spot. Um, but as not uh, that he's bad defensively. No, definitely not. But as like a cauterizing player for Real Monarchs. 
Yeah. That, like, stays here until he's 33 or something and just plays and enjoys it and, like, really, like, provides a stable, like, a stable force, right? Yeah. That wants to be here. Yeah, and I think it's, like, it's a weird situation for him because he's, like, he's too good for USL. Yeah. But I don't think there's a spot for him with RSL. Yeah. Like, I think there's other MLS teams where he would play a lot more. Yeah. But I don't know if it would be the best situation for him. Yeah. You know? But he's talent wise, like he's way too good to yeah. just stay in USL. I, mean, I, he makes I really hope USL he does stay. Here. Like you, I don't think it would be a bad thing. I, he I, makes USL players look silly, like regularly. Yeah. But having that sort of player can help, like build oh, young yeah. players. But right? I, I wonder if like he's comfortable with just because that would be like maybe not for him personally, but that would be settling. Yeah, you know what I maybe. mean. Uh, but he'd be but, the son, right? Yeah, that's and true. That is and clearly his a big life pull. is like very stable yeah. off the field. Yeah. He has a good like support system in place here and If I if I'm Deloitte Hansen or somebody, I'd just make him a DP for the Monarchs. Sign him <laughs> a ten year DP deal. <laughs> well, they don't have a salary cap, so yeah. sign as many of them him as you want. Uh anything else about Real Monarchs? I mean there play there's a playoff match. Oh, tomorrow, right? Oh, no. We saw one more. I don't know. No, we... Friday, Friday. It's Friday. This Saturday. Friday? It's this Friday or Saturday. We'll maybe. look it up, and then you should look it it's up. It's this cause... week. Is it's it? A... I know, yeah. I know it's this week, because the tickets just went on sale today. Uh, hold on. I'm looking it up. USL playoffs. <sighs> should we do a preview of their opponent? Who Who is it going to be? <laughs> no, I don't. We could just make a team up that doesn't play in USL anymore. Why is the... Oh, that's the 2016 thing. USLsoccer.com is the worst. It's even worse than MLS. There's like four people that work for USL that follow me on Twitter who might listen to this. They need a better <laughs> website that doesn't have 2016 numbers on their playoffs. It's just page. got... And it's got like a bracket. Yeah. Uh, right. 2017 playoffs. Post-season tournament. Uh, begin on the weekend of October 20th. Oh, okay. So it's so not we, this weekend. we have one more home game. Gotcha. And we're seated number one. We don't know who will be number eight. At number eight. Right now it's Sacramento Republic. That could certainly change. Man, I can't believe they're still playing USL. Yeah. Gosh. They really have to get one of those MLS spots because that, otherwise that's like a missed opportunity. Yeah. Because it seemed like their attendance is down and there's not like the hype around them that there was and they're not as good like yeah. that wasn't handled very well it's because they lost Kelsey it is, fell apart I think, I think you're right okay mm. let's call that done and dust for Real Monarchs I've got a lot to go still I have a question before we go oh yeah if you could take one player from the Monarchs for RSL who would it be oh uh, Chandler, Chandler Hoffman's a good pick so I'll, I'll go with him who would you go with See your pick? Mm. Did I steal your thunder? No. Oh. I'm trying to think of one that would be, like, controversial. Oh. Uh... Mine would be a Roscoe. <laughs> Why'd you laugh? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I think a Roscoe uh, could be a good, like, fourth center back in MLS. Yeah. But... It, it wouldn't be him. James <laughs> Moberg could be, yeah, too, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, mine would probably be... Probably... Right. just because it's a position we need i don't think there's anyone else who's like really great at a position that we need yeah. we already yeah. said Beasler. charlie adams i think charlie adams is really good 
We should sign Charlie and think, Adam and Charlie Adams. And the other thing, too, is... Uh. And this was pointed out to me also by the person I was discussing USL players with. Was it Mike who Pecky? Works for also, it was not Mike Pecky. Charlie was, Adams looked really good in preseason when he played with other MLS players. Yeah. Like, he did not look out of place yeah. playing with MLS players and against He, he and Mr. Rusnak formed a deep bond. Did they? Lo- I don't know. They posted oh. a lot of pictures together. They're roommates but or something. But he, like, there's a big gap in the speed of the game from usl to mls yeah that and you see players like struggle with that and he it wasn't a problem yeah like That's even in show. preseason like, I, I bet we see a few players get opportunities in preseason and one of them or two of them even get it sweet okay so but he takes up that. an international spot Ugh. no i'm just kidding Ugh. <laughs> i don't know if he does he's been here a while maybe he'll have a green card yeah i don't know we'll see all right so let's end Real Monarchs here, take a quick music break, and come back. Do you love this song too? Yes. Oh, this is my least favorite song. I'm getting tired of just. saying that so now we're we're held to that i'll actually play have you ever heard uh to anacreon in heaven nope which is what the national anthem was based on no let's take a quick break <laughs> we're back we're back okay what, what are, are we you, what are we talking about now we're supposed to talk about u.s soccer you know not good nope not ideal not on. the end of the world, like people are making it out to be. That's true. Because but... there's like there needs to be a lot of changes with US soccer, but I'm not sure that there's gonna be. No. Bruce Arena should have resigned already. Like that's my first fire, my first salvo. Yeah. He should have resigned like within the hour after the match finished. Yeah. Because he blew it, like completely blew it. Yeah, he didn't get like a good position from Jurgen or whatever no. you want to say. And that, but you that's can't too, lose. But... You can't lose in the hex. Like you can't lose four times in the hex. Obviously, you can't lose four times in the hex and qualify because they didn't qualify. Yeah, I said I didn't want to talk about the national team, and I'm going to be more passionate about the national team than I have been about RSL yeah. this whole time. Because RSL is looking good. That... Gladi should get fired too because. And the thing that sucks about Gladius, he's like done so good with the not soccer part of U.S. soccer. Yeah. But it's U.S. soccer. It's not U.S. money involved with soccer. Like, see, the the hard part is like his responsibilities also include MLS, right? In some as you know, not MLS but directly, yeah. but but you know, over the federation. Yeah. So that's gonna play a role. Yeah. In managing this this terrible league situation we're in where nsl is collapsing suits yeah collapsing and suing at the same time but it's a bad time for a change but maybe it's the time that like there needs to be like something has to change obviously enough is enough and it's time for a change another thing like the other other thing i don't like is there's like this whole thing about like well there's the lost generation yeah 
American players. But there's it's not like a lost generation because yeah. of anything the players did. It's because the same guys keep getting called in. Like, yeah. And you can't say that there aren't better players who aren't getting called in. Like Graham Zussi at right back. Fuck. You You call Sorry. him up because you... But Finney cons- Johnson doesn't get called in. Yeah. But like, you call up Zussi, be, you know, at right wing, right? Sure, whatever. I disagree, but yeah. fine. Uh, but then you keep calling him up in a position that he's not, not good. It's it's truly remarkable, and I hope Kansas City is knocked out of the playoffs because of Graham Zussi and of But there, there are like the ghost of Dom there Dwyer. Are, there are like twenty year olds in the national team player pool that are better than guys who started that game last night. And Justin Glad. Yes. I better would say than Omar Justin Glad over Matt Beasler or Omar Gonzalez. Yeah. Even on a wet pitch in Trinidad. Like, you yeah. can't say, well, we brought them because we knew the conditions were going to be bad. That stadium was empty. Yeah. And Trinidad had to play on the same pitch. Yeah. Like, it wasn't oh, exclusively a U.S. problem. So oh, I'm, I'm, I'm really, really writing about this tonight. So let's talk about it. Okay. Because I don't want to do as much work. Yes. Uh, and it ties us back to Real Salt Lake and maybe gives us something to look forward to in the future. Okay. Who from Real Salt Lake should make the 2022 World Cup roster, assuming we somehow manage to qualify? Like, straight out of the gate, Justin Glad and Danilo Acosta should both make it. Okay, I Danilo agree. Acosta should get called up for the next batch of U.S. friendlies. I don't disagree. I don't think he will be. I don't think he will be, but he should be. I would say if Justin Glad isn't called up in the next year, then there's a serious problem. Yeah. Acosta, if he doesn't get called up in the next year, he should go to play for Honduras. Yeah. If it's still an option. It is. Because he's 19 and he he is a above average MLS left back. Yeah. And you have and, to develop you these have, plays. I mean, Fabian Johnson could play. You know, that's where he plays his left back. Yeah. And Yedlin is right back. Yeah. But so you don't bring in you don't bring him in as like the the, the starting. Guy. But you Left. see what you've got. Yeah. Because Acosta plays up to his competition. Like yeah. he he's never like looked out of place. Yeah. Playing against anybody. Yeah. And I'm I would be interested to see how he would do playing against like a, you know, a, an average European team or Asian yeah. team or something. That'd be cool. January camp maybe is a great opportunity for that. Yeah. And Justin Glad should get a call up immediately. Ooh. I'd call him up to the next Justin friendly. Glad should have been called up already. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Lennon, I don't think we'll get a call up anytime soon unless he has a really great season next season, which is interesting because he plays a position that we're not great at either, like yeah. right mid. Yeah. I mean, he's better than Graham Zussi. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> at this point, most likely. Yeah. I might be biased against Graham Zussi saying that, but. Maybe. I don't think it's like a controversial thing to say Brooks Lennon is as good or better than Graham Zussi. Unproven, but yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, Okay, there's three, right? Yeah. What do you think about Sebastian Saucedo? Played at the. He's got to get more time. Played at the U20 World Cup, did well. Yeah, I just think that he hasn't like looked like a really good MLS player. He hasn't looked like a bad one, but you have to be a promising MLS player, right? Yeah, he's yeah. You have to be like above average in MLS to get. So maybe January 2019 is a good opportunity for him yeah, to, if he has to a good aim game for a call-up, right? Yeah. What about Luis Silva? Oh, yeah. That'd be interesting. Yeah. I mean... Huh. That... Oh, I'm really mad. Yeah. 
like that team was terrible. The whole yeah, group we just, that got called up was bad. We didn't we didn't explore our options properly under Jurgen Klinsmann, and I think that's what put us in an even worse position under Bruce Arena. Yeah, and, and it's not just like like not you know oh maybe there's guys that are like dual nationals that we're missing out. No, those... it's not going for the best guys you have. Like yeah, like the one thing too, and I was joking with Dunny about it on Twitter. Like, people were like, well, Miazga should have gotten called up. And someone pointed out, well, he had a bad game against, you know, Nice yeah. in the Europa League. Okay, so he had one bad game. You know what? Omar Gonzalez had a bad game against fucking Trinidad and Tobago last night. And now we're not in the World Cup. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. And Omar Gonzalez has n- has never been good. Never been. You know like, when he was really good? What? 2015 against Re- oh 2014 against Real Salt Lake. Yeah, but he I mean he's never been like, oh, this guy is one of the best players we have. Yeah. Like that yeah. there was the it wasn't a win but like a draw or whatever in Azteca when we didn't lose. Yeah. He was really good in that game, but he's never been like consistently, ooh, this guy's a shoe in to get yeah. the job. Like John Brooks is hurt, right? Yeah. And then who's the other one? Jeff uh, Cameron. Jeff Cameron. Was he hurt? Is that why he didn't play? Who or knows? was it just I a mystery. It's a mystery. I also think the Breitbart whole, like... Breitbart should report on it. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't... The whole, like, well, we should use more MLS players or more European players. You should just use the best fucking players. Yeah. Like, <laughs> part of my, my French. Like, yeah. that's where... That should be the end-all and be-all. And just because you play in Europe doesn't mean you're a better player. There are no. plenty of American players who play in Europe who aren't that good. Yeah. There are plenty of American players who play in Europe who are really good who can't get a call into the national team for some reason. Yeah. Alfredo Morales should get a call into the national team, and he hasn't got one for like three years. Yeah. He was playing in the Bundesliga last year. Oh. He's in the two Bundesliga this year. Okay. You know what sucks for him, but I'm going to take a minute to gloat. He is a Peruvian citizen, and he chose to play for the United States partly mm. because he had a better chance to play in the World Cup. Just like Aaron Johansson, <laughs> who now doesn't get called up either, right? Yeah, well, I mean, he's had a really bad time with, like, injuries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, I mean, Bobby Wood's good. Yeah. You should pull up the squad for the national team. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take a pause here. Okay. All right, so we're back. You didn't know we took a break, but we're back. We're back. Uh, Jason has an idea here. We're going to go through the roster, and what are we going to do, Jason? We're going to play a fun game where we're going to go through the roster of people that was called up for these qualifiers and we are going to th- see if we can think of a better player directly off the top of our heads. Okay. Like, if you could think of a better player within, like, 30 seconds. Okay. Kellen Acosta. I actually think he deserves to be there. Yeah, yeah, okay. Juan Aguidello? Well, the forward is, like, the thinnest position. Like, yeah. I mean, you could probably make a case. Mm. Aguidello, yeah, but he didn't play. Like, you call him up, and then you play... Josie and Bobby and I don't and Josie was Josie Altidore. No, Josie's good. Josie gets too much shit. He's the yeah. one of the best players on the national team. And one of the best players in the league. Yeah, absolutely. I saw a really good take the other day that was like Josie and Michael Bradley are way more appreciated by Canadian people than they are by Americans, and that is one hundred percent true. Because okay. of the TFC thing. I gotta pause for one second. Work calls. Back to the U.S. Men's National Team game. Yes. Not the game itself, but the game of people who got called up. Yes. So, let's go back. You want to talk about Juan Aguidello? Uh, 
Yeah, I think you could probably could have called up CJ Sapong and it would have been a better choice. And he probably could have actually played and given you something. Not that Agadello shouldn't have played. Yeah. But if you're going to call him up, like. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, Agadello and Altador up top together? That could be fun. Yeah, I think they complement each other well. I mean. So here's the thing Agadello looked really good in preseason this year. Yeah. Uh, I only know that because that's like the one time I watched New England. But. Mm-hmm. All right. Paul Ariola. He's good. He should he should stay and play a lot. He should start every game. Yep. Demarcus Beasley? At left back? <laughs> yeah, he's a left back, right? Yeah. He should no call up Danny Acosta. There are a number of players who'd be a better option, right? <laughs> That's my hot take. Call up Danny Acosta instead of Demarcus Beasley. Because Demarcus Beasley's hundred years old. Like yeah. and he obviously Fabian Johnson, I mean... Who played left back on yesterday? I don't know. I don't remember. I didn't watch enough of the game to know. Um, yeah, whoever that was. This was is not just good. a more general me being mad. Than... Bedoya? <sighs> there's a lot of... I mean, it depends what position you're playing him at, but there's probably better players at every position that he plays. Luke Mulholland? <laughs> He's not a cap tied. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt Beasley? Yeah, Justin Glad, Matt Miazga, Carter Vickers. Uh, who else am I not thinking of? Chris Schuler. No, that might be a stretch. <laughs> Eric Palmer Brown, who I don't even like that much and I think is still better than Matt Beasler. David Horst. Yeah. Matt Beasler <laughs> is probably not a lot better than David Horst. Yeah. Michael Bradley? No, he's good. Yeah. Jeff Cameron. Also good. But didn't play. Yeah. Just has to play for a better club than Stoke City. I just hate Stoke City. Hate him. Clint Dempsey. Yes, he also, you could call up, like, that forward group, like, that doesn't get a chance. Benny Fjallhaber? <clears throat> yes. Oh. Mm, I'm, I'm going through the forwards here that would have, like, Terrence Boyd. Yeah. Why do you keep calling up Dempsey? Get, don't get Boyd a shot. Yeah. Uh, Miguel Ibarra, Christian Ramirez, like... Yeah. And I know Dempsey, I mean, it's hard to say. Dempsey, there's like extenuating circumstances because he's like a legendary player. And yeah. If anybody when, was going to bail right? us out in that game last night, it was going to be Dempsey. But we shouldn't have Donovan. been in a spot where we needed bailed out. Let's let's rewind, like about an hour and a half. Do you remember when we almost signed Landon Donovan? Yeah. <laughs> we forgot. Oh, that's another big thing that we didn't cover. <laughs> that would have been great. You know what would have been great is if we had signed him and he had gotten called up for those games last night because Bruce was like, okay, we're in a spot. We need bailed out. I'm doing it. I'm I'm like breaking the glass yeah. and calling in Landon. Even if he's not going to play in the World Cup next summer, I'm going to bring him back because he probably like gets the team over the edge yeah. in that Trinidad game. Okay. Uh, Omar Gonzalez. Yes. The same people I said before. Miazga's better. Glad's better. CCV's probably better. Brad Gazan? Yeah, Bill Hamid. I don't even think Bill Hamid's good, and I think he's better than Gazan. Gazan's been reasonable for Atlanta, right? Okay, yeah. So let's the goalies. Let's just go straight to Tim Howard. There was three called up, and the one that shouldn't have been called up was the starter. Yep. Which doesn't make any sense because he hasn't been good for several years. Yeah. Like he was bad throughout the hex. He gave up some very soft goals, like yeah. in the whole hex. He's not good for his club. Honestly, I don't know that you should call up Ramondo. Yeah, if you're not going to use him. Yeah. But the thing about it is, like, Ramondo 
is better than the guy that's starting. And yeah. Romando probably shouldn't be getting called up. Yeah. Okay. Goalkeeper's done. Dax McCarty. Mm. He's been good for Chicago. They've that's really true. turned it around. That's true. Darlington Nagby. So here's the thing. Uh, Nagby gets a lot of credit. I know he's a subtle player. I know I've loved subtle players in the past. I don't I don't get it with Nagby. I think Nagby is like very he's a very good player if like you build what you do around him. Like a possession oriented system. But I also right? don't think that he like he makes teams like exponentially better like yeah. he did a couple years ago. He is like a... Portland are good because of Diego Valeri and Diego Chara. Yeah. Darlington Nagby is just like a really nice compliment to them. I mean uh... This is heresy, but like Ray also like was never good because of Ned Ned Grabovoy, but he made a difference, right? Yeah, darling. Ooh, that's a, all... ooh, I'd really like that. Darlington Nagby is like a poor man's Ned Grabovoy. A poor man's Ned Grabovoy. If Matt Doyle listens to this, he's gonna be so mad. I know. Actually, he might agree with that because he really liked Ned Grabovoy. Oh, that's true. But... Michael Orozco. Uh, I don't even know what position he plays. Defender. So. Yes, he doesn't. Is he a center back or fullback? Uh, I think he's mostly a center back. Yes, then none of those fullbacks, none of those center backs were good. Like Christian, whatever his last name is. Pulisic. Yeah, he's all right. I guess he's okay. What That's one thing that sucks is he misses a World Cup. Ugh, yeah, like in his prime. Well, he, this better not be his prime. <laughs> Both. Uh, that's true. Yeah. At, at twenty-one, 17. if he's hit his peak, oh, he's seventeen. Oh man, he's so young. <laughs> or eighteen, maybe. I don't yeah. know, but. Can't even grow a proper beard yet. Well, actually, looking zooming in, got a good five o'clock shadow going. Yeah, wow. it's those Eastern European jeans. Oh, must be. That might have been bad to see. But <laughs> Tim Rame. Why do you? Uh, if you call him up, like I don't know why you call him up if you're not going to play him. Well, I mean, I think you call him up because he's at Fulham. But is yeah. he playing for Fulham? He seems to be. Is he? I but if he's playing know. for Fulham, then he's. Probably better than Matt Beasler and Omar Gonzalez. I'm, I'm looking up how much he's played. Can you believe he's 30 now? Wow. I remember when he was young and went to Europe. Because that wasn't like... You know who... who not that long ago. He's uh, played 11 games in the championship this year. So, But it's the championship. Yeah, right? like, I mean... I don't know. And, and you probably can't make a case that Matt Beasler's a lot better than him. Yeah. Matt Beasler is like probably the player on the national team who has like regressed the most since brazil yeah because he was really good in yeah. like 2014 and then like matt beasler's one of those guys that you're like maybe those guys shouldn't stay in mls because yeah. they just they peak really low yeah like i don't know that he was ever going to go to europe and be like a starting center back but he probably could have like four years ago yeah okay jorge villafania villafania Yes, there are better players than Villafante. Oh, he was at left back, wasn't he? Oh, was, yeah. Um, I'm sure. <clears throat> Chris Wondolowski. Yes. How how, okay. how does that keep happening? Uh, he's not playing regularly. Yeah. He's not good anymore. Right? He does okay for San Jose. He did... Oh, he, oh I just... I, I don't get it. So, this is funny, because we're going to make, like, jokes that there are jokes that the U.S. team was too old. Yeah. Which is true. That's... But 
you called up a fullback from the Mexican League, Jorge Villafania. Yeah. Who's American, and you didn't even call up the best American fullback from the Mexican League. Jonathan Bornstein is better than Jorge Villafania, even if he is 32. But, yeah. like, for actually making the team better, Bornstein is better. Yeah. Like, and people are going to laugh because it's Jonathan Bornstein. Except he's been playing in the, like, top league in Mexico for 10 years, and no one ever talks about him. Yeah. And he, there, there's a reason he's still there. And it's not because he's, like, he's not that good. He's a good player yeah. in Mexico. I mean, he also has a chain of auto shops, which is pretty funny. That's amazing. He owns, like, five auto shops, like <laughs> Bornstein's auto. That's amazing. Cool. Yeah. DeAndre cool. Yedlin. No, he's really good. I didn't, like, buy into the Yedlin hype, and I was totally wrong. He's really good. Yeah. Graham Zussi. No, never, ever again. I'm, I'm with you. Tony Beltran's better. Tony Beltran is better. Like, he's... Tony, Tony Beltran, Beltran is a very good MLS right back. I know he did not excel under Jurgen Klinsmann during the two call-ups he got. He was all right in one. Yeah, like, he's He right. didn't have a terrible game in either. Uh, but he, he's been cast off. Yeah. And... and and he's still what twenty nine. Yeah, so maybe he's got four use years him in front a little of him. bit. I mean, yeah, maybe he can make the twenty twenty two World Cup. He has a very he, outside shot. God, if Graham Zusi does, I'm gonna fucking murder someone. Not really, but. <laughs> uh, okay, who all else? Right. That's all. That's that's, that's the, whole the whole list. That's the whole list. Yep, that's who was called up. Oh God, what a shitty group. Yeah. Can you believe that Graham Zussi has 55 call-ups? That's disgusting. He's as, he's younger than me. How old is he? 31. Uh, and he, like, he wasn't even that good in 2014. Like, he probably yeah. shouldn't have been a part of the 2014 group. Yeah. So you take a guy who's gotten worse, and you play him in a position that's not his best position, when you have... Like other players who are better and younger, and yep, I'm with you. The U.S. national team is such a shit show. I agree. Okay, music break. What? What were we gonna say, Jason? We should talk about replacement coaches for Bruce right now. Jason Kreiss. Okay. That's my vote, uh, and it's ridiculous and crazy. And I don't think it's I don't have a good argument. I think but... it's a good idea short term. I don't know if it's the best idea long term, but yeah. I think. You do it, and you play some friendlies and see how it goes. Okay, so internationally, you focus a lot on international soccer. Who would, who would you bring in? Mm. The thing about, like, even, like, Bruce Arena or... So, I don't know how to, like, explain this without sounding like a douche. Or even Jason Christ. is like, there were, like... You could just make a list of, like, 50 random coaches yeah. who coach, like, clubs or countries or don't have jobs, like, that are South American dudes, and just throw a dart at the list and probably get a coach that's better than Bruce Arena or yeah. Jason Kreis. And they don't know the system, but that doesn't mean they can't come in and learn it yeah, or know the pool. There well, and Bruce Arena was clearly brought in as, like, the safe option, right? Yeah. And it should have worked. It yeah. could have worked. But he came in and didn't really... I mean, for as much crap as Klinsman got, like, the only difference Arena made was, like, his lineups made a little more sense with the players that he called in. Yeah. But he was still calling in the wrong players. Yeah. Like, uh, I saw a tweet I thought was dumb, and then the more I thought about it, I really liked it. So I would say Rafa Benitez, which you're going <laughs> to laugh about. but That'd be amazing. It would be, because he's very, like... 
like bottom to top. He's super involved with like the youth teams. Yeah. Everywhere he goes, and there's like a structure with everything. There's a reason to do everything, and there's a reason that every player is involved. Yeah. With many days. That'd be interesting. I don't think it'll ever happen ever, but I also think that maybe Tata Martino's not a terrible idea. Yeah. I think that it shouldn't be an American. Okay. But... Just to change things, right? Yeah, and I think that there should be, if, even though everyone talks about it all the time, so it's not like a hot take, there needs to be like a technical director, like a director of football for U.S. soccer, a director of soccer mm-hmm. for U.S. soccer. Like, yeah. And I don't think it should be Jurgen. I think that's a really bad idea. But because Jurgen gets so much credit for <clears throat> Germany, yeah, that is totally undeserved. Yeah, like, like that was all Yogi Low and like the German Federation. Jurgen was like a like just handed a really the key. It was like handed the keys to a Ferrari and drove it fast, and everyone was impressed that he drove it fast. Like <laughs> that's. Like, like, you could have done it, or me, you know what I mean? Like, I don't... The German... Even German players, like Schweinsteiger and Philipp Lahm, are like, this guy had no clue what he was doing. Like, yeah. he had to talk away from him and plan matches because he didn't know what he was doing. They're lucky that they had very smart like, players, right? Yeah, and that's not the guy that you want, like, running the whole show. Like, he had an eye for finding dual nationals, but, like, that's not what you want the like primary yeah, talent of the director to be yeah i mean he found a few players that have stuck around right yeah i would much rather have like a like carlos bocanegra or claudio reina yeah or here's a fun take martin vasquez that'd be funny <laughs> especially after he got fired by jurgen for no goddamn discernible reason whatsoever I... yeah just don't take him away from us. <laughs> but I think he would be great in that position, like the director yeah. position. Yeah. Because he built the whole like RSL Academy from scratch, basically. And that's where you're at with the US soccer team. Like you just need to wipe it out, like like blank slate it. Yeah. And you need to get rid of pay to play. Oh God, it's been way too long arguing with people about that on Twitter last night. But pay to play sucks. Yeah. Sucks. Yeah. And you can't get rid of it overnight. But U.S. soccer is like a money-making machine. You right. can subsidize youth teams so that kids... And should. So that the best players aren't quitting because their mom can't afford it. Like, yeah. The best players you're going to find... Like, you don't find good players in the inner cities. Like, so, for example, that last... I don't know if it was the U-20 World Cup or the last big youth thing that happened. Yeah. There wasn't a single player from the West Coast. Hmm. It was the age group that the kid from Eden is in. Taylor Booth. Yeah, so his age group. It was all, like, East Coast kids. Taylor Booth was, like, the furthest West player. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't... There's no... Nobody good enough to play in the USU system in Phoenix, where Justin Glad's from, where Carlos Salcedo was found. Yeah. Or Los Angeles, or Sacramento. Like, there's nobody yeah. West of there that shouldn't be in the youth. That's, that's a terrible... Like oversight, yeah. There's, it's impossible that there's nobody there who's not good enough to be in the youth system. There are systemic problems right now. Yeah, I think that's obvious. I'm, I'm gonna burst a blood vessel. Should we move on to the listener questions? Yes. Okay. Well, let's take a music break and move yeah. on. Yeah. 
questions. All right. Should we just start at the bottom and go up? Sure. Uh, so Charles asked, this wasn't actually a question, is Charles the band getting back together? That would be awesome. Miss your podcast. He must have missed all the podcasts we published in the last 17 months. Yeah. Uh, on google.com. Oh, MySpace. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, we've been doing shows this whole time. You we, guys just aren't tuned in. Uh, yeah, that must be it. Uh, just kidding. Let's see. Jake is excited about this. Jake Simons? Yeah. Sweet. Also has a podcast. It's real good. Go listen to it. Yeah, it's probably better than ours. It's better and more consistent. And it doesn't take two and a half hours. (laughs) Yeah. Also that. There's value in that. Okay. Uh, Mm. James Starr, the Kansas City guy. Great on Twitter. Okay. Asks, should America launch its own World Series of Soccer so we can be world champions? We actually talked about that with USL. So, yes. Uh... Yeah, if he means the national team, sure, but they probably won't fucking win it, so I don't know what they'll be the world champions of. How about now that, that I said the one F-bomb, and it like has to be explicit, I'm just taking advantage of saying it as many times as possible. All right. Um, Adam Hendrickson. Adam, Friend of the show since the beginning. Yeah, he's if a we have like a... OG. What do they call the thing with like Jason Christ's name and people who... Like the Ring of Honor or yeah, something, something like, like that. that. Adam Hendrickson is in... Off the crossbars. Yeah. Ring. Gold Circle Club. That's oh, what we'll call perfect. It. <laughs> huh. Uh, who should we root for in the World Cup now? I know Jason will say Peru if and when they qualify. Yep. Did, didn't you qualify? Nope. Oh. They got to oh, play New Zealand the in the playoff. Uh, what about you, Matt and Trevor? Well, Trevor says Italy. Of course. Because he's Which not here and he uh, doesn't get to get a vote. That's weird because none of Milan's players play for Italy anymore, but... Um, I'll say Peru or Nigeria. I have a Nigerian Did co-worker. Did Nigeria qualify? Uh, yeah, I believe so. She said they did. Iceland is fun. Yeah. Like, how about England? No, the... never. Under any circumstances <laughs> whatsoever. I just think it'd be so funny to cheer for them just to watch them I think it's like, as much fun as it would have been if they didn't qualify, it would be cool if Messi won one. Yeah. Like. I kind of hate him kind of hate him too but that's only because of the peru thing like i oh. i respect him but I, oh yeah i mean he's the best player in the world i really so here's we're gonna go off on a tangent for a sec uh i don't think the messi ronaldo debate is as close as people make it out to be yeah i think messi is a lot better and i'm not like a barcelona fan at all no. if anything i like prefer real madrid to barcelona i just think messi is like a so much better player i know who i'm rooting for in 2022 if the u.s doesn't make it who Catalonia. Nice. All right. Uh, what does RSL need to focus on during the off season? Does that boost focus change if we make the playoffs? And that's again from Adam Hendrickson. Mm. Also to answer Adam's question, root for Peru in the World Cup. Uh, okay. His previous question. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they. I think the focus does change if they make the playoffs because... Like, if they make it far in the playoffs, you might play in CONCACAF yeah. next year. Uh, also, I think if they do make the playoffs, I wouldn't be surprised if they win the West. I know that's a really hot take, but yeah. nobody in the West wants to play us right now. Yeah, Like, I don't know anyone who's like, man, I hope RSL makes the playoffs because we'll run over them in the first round. Yeah. Like, they could play with anybody. But the West is bad. Like, and I don't know if the West is bad or if everyone is just like good. 
Like, it's top-heavy. Yeah. Because Colorado is terrible. Yeah. Like, there's some bad teams in the West. Minnesota is not great. Yeah. But I think everyone is just, like, good, and they're beating up on each other. And that's why... That's why the you know the points total isn't as high, but it's because like every game is a toss up. Yeah. There's no like clear cut. The playoffs are gonna be awesome in the West because there's no favorite at all. Whoever wins the West, like that doesn't make you the favorite in any way whatsoever. Yeah. Vancouver's probably gonna win the West, and I wouldn't be surprised if anyone who finishes below them knocks them out in the first game they play, like first round they play. Yeah. So. <sighs> yes, it changes. If it even if we don't make the playoffs though. We need a new forward and a new midfielder. I agree. And probably a new goalie, but that just depends on Orlando. Yep. Okay. What's Car- your answer? Uh, Do you just agree with me? Yeah, I agree with you. Oh, okay. You've made salient points. Ooh. Uh, Trevor Brady says, no questions, only comments. Sunil needs to go. He's not a big fan of Houston, and that's about it. I saw what he said about Houston. Yeah. Uh, Richard... Michelson, 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 Michelson. I don't know. When will RSL use cobalt in their uniforms again? It looks great, and I hate white away kits. Never. <sighs> Just kidding. You're probably right, but I. Mm, I love the shorts the cobalt. need to come back, but other than that, yeah, I don't see it happening. Yeah, me neither. I don't know why the shorts didn't come back. Like that never got. It was like some problem with Adidas and. Then and other stuff yeah mistakes were made yes mistakes were made uh kelly jacques or however it said says i get the desire to sign lennon but where does he truly fit maybe too expensive for a sub especially with our other expensive sub who's our oh yura i'm guessing that's who he's talking about yura movsisyan yeah we kind of talked about that when we said sign him but is that charles's question did he send a question no. no, it was Kelly. Uh, no, I mean just now. Oh gonna... no, it's work stuff. Oh. I can ignore for now. <clears throat> uh, yeah, if he's too expensive, don't sign him, in my opinion. But I think he does end up in MLS next year, which may or may not be good. But yeah, he's just—it's just like like we said previously. If it's more than like five hundred grand, don't do it. Yeah, agreed. Okay, is that it? Nope. Chance Johnson asks, does RSL keep KB5 and Nick or ruthlessly cut ties like with Javi? Well, we, man, everyone answered, asked questions we already talked about. Yeah. Adam Henderson had great questions as usual. Yeah. Uh, I think, I think Romando, yes. Kyle, no. Yeah. But I don't think it'll be ruthlessly with Romando. I just think he'll get a better offer from someone else. Yeah. Because, well, I can't say that on air. Never mind on air like we're live but i can't say what i know and i'm thinking so that'll make everyone mad okay uh that's all i told charles to get a question in so should we make one up for him let's let's delay for like 30 seconds okay we're gonna take a fingers potty break okay okay here's a one more question this is mark mcclellan designer of our wonderful logo yeah i gotta find that logo i think i have it on dropbox oh cool he asks why did you stop recording the podcast in the first place? Feel free to answer offline. How about you mind your own business, Mark? Just Tre- kidding. Trevor answered, and he says, Jason had a baby, I had a dumb job, and Matt got a girlfriend, which plays a role, although I've been in a relationship for longer than that. Longer than we've been doing a podcast, so. Yeah. 
So let's just blame Trevor. Yeah, uh, Trevor started refing more indoor soccer games. Oh, yeah. And it's been a real problem. He needs all the practice he can get, so we didn't want to punish other people by pulling Trevor away from those matches. Yeah, very kind. We're very magnanimous. Yeah. And also, Also, I had a baby. That was a big deal. I mean, that's a giant baby, so it actually requires more work. Yeah, all three of us have been watching the baby. (laughs) Like, it hasn't just been me. It's like that movie. Three, Three men, men and, and a baby. baby. I've yeah. never seen that movie. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> should we end there? Mm, yes. Uh, should we do predictions? Oh, yeah. We can't end without oh, a prediction. Okay. 3 Our, 0. Sh- oh, that's your go to? Yeah. For Colorado? Yep. Uh, and we're going to score all three goals after the 90th minute. Remember classic, when Orlando... Classic RSL. I do remember when that... Are you going to talk about Orlando and RSL? <laughs> yes, I quite distinctly remember that. When they Did they win or tie? No, they two, won. Two. No, it finished 2-2. Two, two. Oh, did it? No, no, that one finished 3-2, didn't it? No, no, no. The oh, one wow. in Orlando? Is that uh, what you're talking about? When they scored twice and then after yes, the 90th minute? me and Bean were there. Oh. We went down there for the season opener. Oh. It was like my, like last hurrah away trip before the baby and we were there and they scored the first goal this is a good story they scored the first goal and all these orlando fans are like taunting us and me and bean who we may have been drunk like we might have had a couple it happens we were like what are you guys taunting us for you know look at the scoreboard there were more swear words in there it's still two to one what are you guys so happy about and like while we're in the middle of saying that and just talking crap they scored again, and it finished 2-2. And then we cried. <sighs> we didn't cry, but we went back to the pool and went swimming in March. So this is not a total waste of a trip. That sounds good. Yeah. All right, well. Bean moved to Portland. <laughs> I don't know if you heard that. But... Yeah, I did. What's your prediction? Mm, I think we win against Colorado and win against Kansas City. Oh, I hope you're right. We'll, uh... But what if we... I don't think we make the playoffs, though. If we make the playoffs, uh, we'll record another episode. Okay, deal. If we don't, then... We'll do one anyways, maybe. Maybe. Who knows? Now that the game's afoot. <laughs> That's from Sherlock. Now Holmes people are going to root against us making the playoffs. That's fine.